You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. I thought you were fucking with me. What? We, the, we seriously pulled up to the driveway <laughs> when I got this text from you, and you're like, so just finishing up this piece of crap movie. Spoiler alert. Well, you started at 8.30. We, I'm like, bitch, I've been driving for 15 hours. I didn't know you, because I'm not. I, I, I've been following your, your escapades on uh, on the Book of Faces. Yeah. And uh, it Libro looked like. Libro de face. Oh, there you go. It looked like you were like driving through states on Sunday. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, driving through states, going to stay in Missouri again, right? Stay in St. Louis overnight? Missouri. Missouri, as they call it. And then uh, I thought you'd be rolling in uh, Monday, but I guess not, huh? No, nah, man. Rolling no. with the homies. Yeah, we hit the road on Monday. Uh, we drove to St. Louis, stayed overnight, uh, and yeah, made our way down. Instead instead of going down Oklahoma, I had a big issue with driving through Oklahoma because yeah. highways suddenly busted down to 20-mile-per-hour roads. What? With oh, yes. All I'm those like, little small towns like, in between. what the fuck is this? How are we going to yeah. make any time on this? That's why we have, like, business roads yeah. off of uh, highways, right? That's so right. you don't have to do that. Just That's keep on right. rolling. Nope, but not Oklahoma. So we decided on the way back we were going to take Arkansas down. Fucking rock hit my windshield. I've got this big-ass <laughs> Was it a little rock? Windshield. Huh. <laughs> See you what know, I did there? If it wasn't expensive, I'd have knocked your fucking microphone. <laughs> That's what I did. It's not. Do it. Do it. No, I'm not going to do, do it. it. Don't it's do it. Too- do it. Do it. <laughs> I don't want to have to set up another one here. How was your July 4th? Oh, uh, it was, uh, fantastic. It was uh, it was patriotic. Yeah. Uh, and Did also... You, you went at Stranger Things A party. little scary. That's oh, right. Ghouls and ghosts. Demogorgon. <laughs> it was like Halloween in July. We haven't, we haven't watched it yet. What? I watched the first five minutes well, and then hard out on it. Yeah? I was so put off by like... What? By awkward, gawky, like Mike Wheeler, like... Finn Wolfhard. Dude, they are not aging well. He's hitting that awkward stage of teen. They all are. And especially him, though. Dustin looks like he's aging pretty. Like the um, uh, Toothless. (laughs) Which is, that's just a testament to how badly the rest of them are aging. like he's doing okay. That fucking Dustin is the looker. Steve Harrington looks like he's doing okay. Steve Harrington looks like he's looked from season one. But Finn Wolfhard is like... That's that first part, guys. Spoiler alert: When they open up on the first scene, and he's like making out with Eleven. Ew, I, I know. think there's a part of that that I'm just, gonna, and I know it, it's it's inevitable. Sure. As they hit their teen years, yeah. hormones kick in. It makes sense for the story, but to me, like what was charming about this was yeah. that like coming of age deal they're of young like kids. little kids, they're young kids on bikes. Like in ET, Elliot kissed Erica Elaniac. But it was cute. Like it was like yeah, they weren't slipping the tongue. Under the, he was under that influence that ET was feeling, that euphoria, right? From when he was at home, he wasn't popping so boners. Like, he like he kissed her, and it was like a, a faux Hollywood kiss. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this is just weird. Like watching them make out. I know. And I hate when they foley the sounds of people kissing. Yeah, dude. Like, it's like really... somebody uh, wrist deep in a melon. Yeah. In the foley booth. And then like they, they cut, they hard cut to Mike riding his bike home, and he's like, "Did you see his face? He looked like a stupid potato." And I'm like. Okay, I get it. You're you're having fun, you're teenagers, but that motherfucker saved your life. Like, inarguably saved your fucking life, and now you're going to talk shit? 
Respect the fucking guy. So kids Respect do. his home. Yeah, you can't be like that every day, though. That's 41-year-old me, man. I'm sure the first 15 if I was, to 20 days. If I was 19 to about 24, yeah. I'd have been like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> but now I'm like, you respect that guy. You're in his fucking house. Open the door. There is definitely a different dynamic in this season uh, with them being the age they are. And I, I kind of, you can't not address it. You can't you have not to. work it into the story. You can't pretend that, that Mike Wheeler is still like 12 years old. Exactly, yeah. Because he doesn't look at, but he is not doing well. No, no. Um, and, and I'll say something about their acting, too. I feel like they were, they're almost getting worse. Well, <laughs> no, he is, you're, anyway. you're on to something, that, though. That happens with child actors. Like, the little girl who plays, um, oh, what is her name? She's on Modern Family, and she's, like, Cam and Mitchell's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she yeah. was really the good little Asian she girl? was young. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But as she's gotten a little older, mm-hmm. like, her acting has gotten kind of bad. I don't know if it's that, or I, I feel like it's part of them growing up and realizing, hey, I've been on a on a hit sitcom for years now. And for we, my entire life. It, yeah, is what it feels like for them. Uh, and the same thing with the Stranger Things kids. I kind of feel like, they, hey, we got it. We, I, I know the character of Mike, okay? And my character would not do this. So I kind of feel like maybe... You think they've gotten to that point? <sighs> Where the Duffer brothers are trying to give them motivations, and they're like, no, you know what? Duffer number one. <laughs> Duffer number one. I got one. this. I don't know what their names are. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, I, I can kind of see that happening, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Sarah was pointing out, because they were on... Um, they were on everywhere. Stephen Colbert, I think, or okay. Kimmel. Yes, all of them, I'm sure. Oh, no, it was Jimmy Fallon. And, like, you know... Millie Bobby Brown's been on the shows before because she does other stuff. She does the raps. And so like Jimmy Fallon, yeah. Like all the kids are on there and they make a point of not putting her right next to the desk, but he can't help but like reference past appearances on the show like how's your foot doing? I know I stepped on your foot. <laughs> and it's like that's got to be so awkward, awkward for the other kids that are like we we, we only come we, in as a set. We're on the show too. <laughs> I'm not I wasn't in Godzilla. But I guess, Probably a blessing. For I guess those Finn kids, Wolfhard so. was in it though, and they did do stuff right. for the sequel. They they filmed stuff for the kids for the sequel too. Have you seen it? Yet? I still have not seen it. I know I will. I will. It's so good, especially if you like Stranger Things. I do like Stranger like Things. This, the the way they put this together, it it's oh, it is on the so list, good. Joe. But the list is ever growing longer, <laughs> and uh, time in my life is yeah, getting ever it's shorter. Ever shorter. That's right. <laughs> and Leon's getting larger. <laughs> That's an airplane reference for those playing at home. We uh we had a good time. We drove up to Rochester. Yeah, tell me about this. Um, you were long, gone like a week. Long road trip. Yeah, we were gone Fuck for yeah. a week. Um, I'll probably never make that drive again. <laughs> Not just the Oklahoma part, but Not all just, of it, just, huh? Just all of it. It was fun, but I spent so much time in the car. Not just driving there, but then like driving to other places and while you're there. People. We had to drive my car because like we have the kids' seats, mm. and so my dad had to pile in the back. We had to move the seats over, oh, shift no. them over, so he could sit in the back. So it was basically me driving around the whole time, uh, and you know that was probably the least fun part. It gets of the old trip. after a while. But I'll tell you, dude. Like there were so many things, like getting to show Harper the house I grew up in, oh yeah, and getting to look like, at show... his photograph. <laughs> Every time I do it, makes me laugh. It's so <laughs> hilarious. Uh, so no, we took her to uh, to Lake Ontario, the beach. Hmm. Uh, oh, I saw that. Yeah, where, you guys went yeah. to Niagara Falls again. We went to Niagara Falls. Beautiful. Harper's never seen that. That's. Well, what was her reaction to was, that? It, well, she was a little scared. Oh, really? Rightfully so. She was a little. <laughs> and scared. this is where we sacrifice you to our gods. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed life, Harper. We uh, Kalima. It was it was fun. Like Sarah had to kind of calm her down because we she wanted to ride in the stroller, so we got out of the stroller and we're like, just turn around, and take a picture. And it was almost like she didn't want to turn her back on it. <laughs> it was, uh, but it was really cute. It was it was 
it was a little crowded. And the thing is, like, we drove an hour from Rochester to Niagara just so we could spend about 20, 30 minutes getting some pictures mm-hmm. and then get in the car and head right back because we had tickets to the baseball game. Oh, yeah. We were seeing the Rochester Red Wings, which is a team, one of the teams I grew up going, seeing games for. Pretty cool. And they were doing fireworks and stuff. So we had seats for that. So it was a full day. Like, every day was kind of a full day. Which isn't exactly the way... It's like, not a vacation, right? It's not exactly a yeah. vacation. Yeah, it's, it's not, you're not getting that rest in. But you have to have things to keep the kids occupied, especially Harper. Oh, and, yeah. and I kept, I felt bad because I kept referencing Harper like throughout the whole trip. Like, well, I want to take Harper by this, and I want to take Harper to well, go Well, you that. should. But I wasn't like, I want to take the kids. I want to take Harper and James. Well, James is like still a sack of potatoes, right? He barely exactly. knows what's going on. Yeah. He, he poops and eats. Uh-huh. And does he even acknowledge you? Does he even know that you're he a does, being? He does now. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's still trying to figure out what you are. Right. Sure. And so it's, it's hard to go like, well, I want to get, you know, sometimes I would forget. Like, hey, get James in the picture sarah even said she's like james is gonna grow up and see pictures from this vacation and go like was i even there <laughs> we'll photoshop him in don't worry about it there's filters for that can, there's an james, app for that look at this photograph <laughs> so that's what we call a callback uh no but we uh we took harper by my old house we took her to meet some family uh my mother uh we went and visited my mother oh uh, and uh and it's really weird like it's one of the like i'll never post it i'll never share it mm-hmm. but like you take a picture of your daughter at your mother's grave. Like, yeah. I'm, I felt compelled. Like, I should take a picture of this. Right. Because it's a sweet picture of my father it's down on his knees. Right. And he's bringing my, my, my daughter over. And she's like, you know, they're putting flowers down. And I'm like, well, this is a beautiful shot. And Sarah came over and sat down. And, like, there's a picture of her kind of showing Harper where yeah. my mother's name is. Aww. And so I kind of shot a picture of that. And I'm like, obviously, I don't show this to anybody. That's not something I share. Yeah. But I felt compelled, like... To take something like that, does that seem normal to you? No, I, I absolutely know what you're what you're saying. Uh, I, I have that similar situation where it's like, like I, I went with my dad about a year ago because mm-hmm. um, his their anniversary. This would have been their fiftieth anniversary this year, actually. Uh, so last year we'd gone down, visited, and it's like you want to take a picture, but what what, what do you, you smile? And it's yeah. like there's nobody else there to take a picture, so we're we're taking selfies, and it's like. It feels weird to like take a selfie, and uh, you ever seen those old uh, black and white photos when cameras were first invented? Yeah, and it's like people oh, didn't people, know they how didn't, to pose. They didn't smile, it was they like just stood there. Yeah, it's like American Gothic. Everybody just looking deadpan into the camera, and it's like these are really weird, and they make for creepy photos later on. Yeah, but it's like it's kind of like that. It's like you don't want to smile, but a photo of somebody looking into the camera not smiling. It's like why are you even doing it? But right. at the same time, it's like. I I want to remember this. I should chronicle this in yes, some way, and I want to owe it to the person's memory, right? To to show that I'm okay. I'm here. So All right, it's yeah. not just you. I was kind of worried about that. Like I've seen a, a very special I, episode I'm, of the editor. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we have very few of these now. Uh, remember, like when we would have episodes, and I'd just come like I'd get real super like brutally honest about like oh, I love those. you know what my depression and like feeling feeling down, feeling yeah. really hard on myself, and I'm like. I should probably limit that <laughs> on a podcast. What's supposed to be a fun podcast about movies, uh, but, right. but no, like I'd see stuff like that sometimes on social media, like you know where someone would take a picture of their kids next to like a loved one still in a coffin, and I'm like, Ugh. like I get it though, yeah. like I get why you do that, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if you share that. What like, will this? But that's not yes. up to me. No. It, so I'm like, what a weird like. It's such a weird personal thing. And it's hard to gauge, like, is this appropriate that I'm doing this? Which is part of documenting our lives. Yeah. And the lives of those around us. The circle of life. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, why does your Lion King music sound like a lawnmower? <laughs> uh, you excited about that, by the way? Coming the Lion up? King? Yeah. I am. No. I am excited about that. Did you see anything over the weekend? Uh, 
did I? Yeah, I've seen uh, tons of movies since you you've been have. Gone. Yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. Uh, Let's well, go down the list. I mean, uh, well, you don't have to do Stranger Things. You haven't seen that. I will save that for a for a uh, a future episode, future episode when you have. I have a feeling that it. I have a feeling we're going to watch it pretty soon. In depth, you, you have to. And and there's only eight episodes, so really, you just kind of treat it like a really long movie. That yeah. you, we blew through it over the weekend. I think it got. I think something got spoiled for me. Oh. I'm not sure. I mean, I I could see something and just try to maybe take it out of context. But I saw like a, a, like fan art and was like, "Uh oh, huh?" And but the, it's the third season, yeah. And we really haven't seen anyone suffer any real loss in the show yet. Yeah. And I'm like, when you get to season three, you gotta, you gotta shake some things people. up. Yeah, something's yeah. got to happen. Yeah. So I'm thinking, mm, well, they killed poor I Sean Astin last season. Doesn't he count? No, because no. he just. <laughs> He, Bob, <laughs> he yes. just showed up in that season, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, what's his name who played the bad guy in the first season? Uh, uh, oh, uh, not Matt, Matt Damon. Matthew Modine. Matt Damon. That's right. Matthew <laughs> Matt, Modine. Matt da- Apologies to Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matthew Modine. Yeah, that's and, right. And so, like, it's but he me, was the major I, villain of that, right? But I kind of feel like. That's also a mission statement, like how Bond, in Bond, he meets up with a chick and the mm. first Bond girl always dies. I kind of feel like the 80s icon we throw into the show yeah. will die. To, to kill him and off. That's, yeah, that's just right. kind of like our bit. Well, Paul Joe... Reiser got killed. And that's Sean... right. Oh, no, wait, he did... didn't. No, he no, didn't. No. no, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Well, you'll you'll just have to wait and see, Joe. Uh, I can't wait. What happens? Did you see Action Spider-Man? Packed. I did see Spider-Man. Did you see that? I did, yeah. You know, I, I figured, I was like, I know Joe's busy. I know he's on a road trip across country. But if I know Joe, he's going to find time to oh, yeah. see that Spider-Man we, we were like, okay, Dad, it's time for Papa to babysit. <laughs> we're going to Bye. see Spider-Man. Yeah? And we went, to, uh, we went to one of the stinkiest theaters in Rochester, New York. <laughs> we seriously we sat down, and Sarah at one point oh, turns no. to me. She's like, this guy next to me smells. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to switch. I'm like, just switch seats. She's like, well, I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom so that way it's not too obvious. I'm like, <laughs> when you come back. Not like we're going to see this fucking guy again. Just come here, sit down. <laughs> I would uh, do the same. But uh, but like then I didn't quite catch it until she moved and then I was like, mm. she like, was blocking the scent. But it wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, like it would just kind of waft my way. And oh, I'm like, yeah, when those AC units kick and on, it seriously smelled like someone shit their pants to the point well, where I felt like maybe it's not this guy. Maybe it's the maybe theater. It's the theater. Maybe it's the maybe they were showing like Toy Story four. It's this town. And a maybe kid shit his pants. it could have <laughs> been right. Could have just been right. This, this town. town. Yeah, it could have. But okay. Dug it. Yeah? I dug wait, wait. the movie. Are we doing spoilers here? You want to talk about it later? Let's, we can talk about it talk now. talk about it later. And I can splice it into the end of the episode. Okay, let's talk that? about it now and we'll splice it in. All right. <laughs> Just go ahead and throw that sound in right now. We'll do. Did you see anything else? Uh, let's see. Didn't uh, nothing. Nothing else new, but uh, revisited a film last night that Jenna hadn't seen that I've been wanting to show her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caligula. <laughs> That'd be great if we just like babysit back for the next ninety minutes. <laughs> ninety minutes. Fucking, Isn't that uh, movie like three hours long? Oh, it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Malcolm McDowell's gonna rock your world <laughs> with, his with his penis. <laughs> um, no War Games. Matthew Broderick <gasps> and Ali Sheedy and did you see they Dabney made like Coleman? they made like a straight to video sequel like five six years ago yes they did yeah we'll not be seeing that but man war games what a perfect film is it and you want movie? to talk about something that is still relevant today uh-huh like I, I i still get chills at the end that whole scene where well i don't want to give it away if nobody has seen the uh, war games don't check really? it out spoiler alert for war games <laughs> uh well it's a 1983 film so you know we, we we're still here they do play the game 
And they it, want to play the game. And a, a game of war. Thermonuclear warfare. That's right. Shall we play a game? Speaking of Winter Soldier, she flat out references that. Dude, Dabney Coleman's so good. He is! He's great he in that so film. good in that movie, man. I loved that era where he was in basically every, every movie, movie that came out. And the thing is, like, as a kid, I didn't care much for him. Mm-hmm. But as I grow older and I watch his work, I'm like, God damn, he was good, He's man. solid. And he, he can simultaneously be, like, smarmy and you're rooting against him, but then also, like, rooting for him. Uh-huh. He's just so favorite, enjoyable. Favorite Dabney Coleman role? Uh, nine to five. Yeah? Nine to five. I think Cloak and Dagger was my Oh, Cloak Jack and Dagger is great, too. Yeah. Uh, see, there you go. He can play a hero in uh-huh. that. And then he can play, like, the, the biggest dick boss you've ever had. Which is, like, I think that's the first example of, like, a Tyler Durden in a movie. Was Cloak and Dagger. Interesting. Well, except that you knew, you knew that he was a figment because of there his were imagination. Because no, there were no movie twists at that time. Yeah, that was a little heady, maybe, it for was, 1980s. It wasn't M. Night Shyamalan. No. It was more like, like M. Mid-Morning Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> oh, Joe, how I missed you. This is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joe. This is where we come to talk about movies, obviously. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes they're bad movies, no matter what the case. Every week we will get together and uh, watch a movie and talk about it, dissect it, find out what it did right, what it did wrong, and see if we can put it back together maybe a little bit better than it was in the first place. Uh, and we uh, invite you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, to take part in the discussion. And uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live Ew. right now... Uh, which has been fun. It's been fun to be able to kind of talk it's, back to listeners in real time. It's fun. Uh, and that's... <laughs> Just kidding. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, and that's why we have Tess, hey! who's joining us. Tess is going to be helping us out in a producer capacity. Uh, he's going to be uh, checking out your comments, and he's going to be letting us know who's saying what, uh, and also kind of uh, chiming in, telling us what he thinks about the movie as well. Mm-hmm. But if you have thoughts about the film, please comment on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash editingbay, or in that search bar, just put in Editing Bay, and that's going to bring up an image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us and uh, let us know what you think about the movie of the week, which was uh, my pick. Yes, it was, mm-hmm. of course. I think you could tell just by the title of these episodes now. <laughs> I've been looking at the last couple of films and, and looking ahead to next week's what films. What are you trying to say? No, that I'm all just the saying... good movies are yours and mine are the, sh- the shit ones? Sometimes. Yeah. Usually. Yes, ninety percent of the time. Okay, but that's fine. That's why we're a good team. You know what? But that's. I think that speaks to what my original vision of what this podcast. No, absolutely. Was going to be. Yeah, and and I, I think just couldn't that take it anymore. I credit it to you that we also talk about good movies too. Well, you started it with like the my the Oprah's my favorite things that we did that first year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's nice to talk about movies that we like that are still somewhat flawed. Sure. Or maybe you know I was talking about movies I liked that just happened to be bad. Like Dude. Masters of the Universe. Hey, that it's that's not a bad film. It's kind of, that's fun. Wow, you've turned around on that one. No, I've always I've made you watch so many bad movies. <laughs> well, Joe, this week's film certainly oh makes my gosh. most other films. This movie makes uh, makes Samurai Cop look <laughs> like art. I told Jen after I watched it, I was like, this may be, <laughs> if not the worst film we've ever reviewed on this film, uh, this podcast. Certainly top ten. Yeah. Maybe even top five. <laughs> yeah, maybe even top three. And then she asked me, uh, what's number one? You know what I uh-huh. said? What? No holds barred. That's right. Oh, oh, that's what I did while you were gone. I went to a VHS swap meet. The Alamo, you, uh, I guess, once a week. Did you get rid of No Holds Barred? Well, Joe, uh, I tried. <laughs> did nobody want it? Nobody. I could not give away 
no holds barred. Just for like, like at a certain point, I was like, I won't even, I don't even, you don't have to give me anything <laughs> yeah, for it. Just, just take it. this from me. Yeah, like, no. And it was like, there was a hot potato of VHS swaps. <laughs> it was like, it was the ring videotape. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like no. once you see it, no. yeah, exactly. no. seven days. <laughs> but uh, I no. hate when you're hurt <laughs> or sad. Listen to our No Holds Barred Have you episode. ever seen No Holds Barred? No. Oh, shit. Well, I, if you have a VHS player, <laughs> I will grant you that opportunity, friend. Did you? Did you? Does that VHS player Speaking TV which, work dude, that I gave you? I owe you some money because yes, it works splendidly, fantastically. Oh, good, good. Thank you so much for that. Was I there anything still in there use. in the DVD player or the VHS? No, player? no, no. Were you sure expecting like there some porn or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, be careful going through my VHS collection because. Uh, Oh, interesting. Why do I still have Caddyshack on VHS? <laughs> oh, that's why. Oh, Care Bears why is Return there, to Caroline. Why is there tape over there? Oh, no, I'm fucking saving that oh, Come on, please. That's a, that's a film, okay? It's never too late if you care enough. But anytime you see the little uh, the little tape over the, uh, you know, oh, you break know, the tab that's off. How, that's how you can record over Yeah, it. that's right. Very mm-hmm. low tech that's back right. in the 80s. Uh, yeah, so this week in there honor we of the new Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home. <laughs> honor. We uh, decided to talk about another superhero movie that came out in 97 now. We've been talking, like, I think the, over the past four weeks, we've already talked about three movies from 1997. So I'm not going to go into what else came out that year. If you want to know, go back to a previous episode just within the past couple of weeks. Aww. But we are talking about Shaquille O'Neal yeah. in Steel from 1997, <laughs> directed by Kenneth Johnson, who directed several episodes of The Bionic Woman <laughs> and right. The Incredible Hulk. And Short Circuit 2. There you go. And some episodes of Jag. His magnum opus, <laughs> Short Circuit 2. Short Circuit The best of the short circuits. No, come no, on. That first one's great. Because it had the goot. He's in the first one, too. No, that's he? what I'm saying. That's why it's oh, the better one. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because it had the goot. Yes. They got Ali Sheedy's voice for the second one. That's right. But like, leaving a voice like, memo. I like that she was like, uh, bitch, I'm not even going to show up for this one. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to have to record my voice. I'll hop into an audio booth for an hour, but that's about it. So, um, I'll share with you a little bit of uh, budgetary details yes. here. tell me. The cost to make this movie, mm-hmm. $16 million. And you know what? I'll give them a... They really stretched that $16 million. Did they? Yeah, I oh, think okay. so. Do you uh, Have you looked up any of these details? I certainly did. Okay. <laughs> Tess, do you want to take a guess at how much this movie made? Maybe $8 million? Oh, wow. Whoa. You're being generous. That is optimistic. <laughs> they this, wish. This $16 million movie made how much, Joel? $1.7 million. <laughs> That's over the life... While it was in theaters. Well, maybe on DVD. How the fuck did Shaquille O'Neal get cast ever again in a movie after the performance of this film? How did he get cast in this movie? Can you help like shed some light on this? Uh, I can't. Okay, well, uh, I guess my main question is, in, in the comics... I just think it's because he was a big black man. Okay. And so, he was famous, and he was in Blue Chips, probably had a, a contract to do a multi-movie deal. Okay. And they were like... Hey, he's got a Superman tattoo on his arm. <laughs> is that real? That man yeah, still tattoo? Yeah, that's his tattoo. Oh, I fucking thought they did that for the for the movie. Uh-huh. Well, that's funny. Huh. Uh, so, yes. So, Man of Steel, like the comic version. So, I know when they killed off Superman in the early 90s, uh, four other people came to take his place, and this was one of the characters, right? John, John Irons. John, John Henry Irons. <laughs> oh, Irons. <laughs> Irons and Sparks. <laughs> Ironside. Coming soon to NBC. So, so yeah, in the comics... Uh, this guy was, uh, he was saved by Superman Mm. and when Superman died, he decided to kind of like, you know, use his skills to help fight crime in his town. 
and ended up like becoming part of the who's going to be the next Superman mm-hmm. thing. And then I guess a reaction was so positive to him that they spun his off. They, they, decide, spun they decided to do a movie of this character. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, he had his own comic book run yeah, after yeah. that, right? Yeah. The, and then they ended up... But <laughs> the fact that they made a movie about this, that like instead of doing like a lead up or even actually connecting it to Superman well, probably or couldn't. any of the rest of the DC universe, it's a Warner Brothers film. And Warner Brothers at this time owned DC Comics. So how come you're not using some more... Like, they make references. Like, they say Batcave in it at one oh, point. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is a... This is a horrible, sloppy, <laughs> yes. fucking movie. I mean, from the, from beginning to end, as you would say, from soup to nuts, <laughs> this movie is a mess, man. Yeah, and and I feel like I feel bad. I feel bad for like for African American kids. Like compare yes, this movie to the Black Panther. Black Panther. Now, now exactly. here, I, here I'm. I'm going to talk about shit that maybe Tess should be speaking about instead of me, because you would have a better idea as a young black man. But I feel like if you were going to compare, like, the Black Panther to Steel, <laughs> as, like, which one is a more positive, a positive movie and a much more, uh, like, satisfying experience? What's that? Who would I more want to be like? Who would you yeah. want to be like? I definitely want to be like Black Panther. You want to be <laughs> exactly, T- yeah. T'Challa. You'd want to be T'Challa. I want to be T'Challa. Because it's an intelligent, like, I feel so bad because this is the dumbest written film. Yeah, ooh, yeah. And it's so, and it's it's like, it's it's just mailed in. Like, just, there's no excuse for how lazy the process was for what happens in this movie. It did seem like, yeah, we, we just need to get something up on screen quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 get it in front of audiences, and we we want to make uh, kids feel good that they too can can have some representation in superheroes. But it's so pandering and like talking really down, is. like treating its audience like I, they're a bunch of morons. Exactly, and for something that uh, I, I mean, I guess is catering to you know minorities, they really are kind of disrespectful and and are, are playing into all the stereotypes of that we had. Like you know, we got you got the the Latino gang members that uh-huh. show up with the teardrop tattoos. Oh yeah, and just fucking uh, the dude walking around with the eye patch. Yeah, slots or slats or whatever the fuck his name is. Although I will say, uh, Ray J gives a nice performance. Ray J. Not since you the know, Kim Kardashian <laughs> tape. I was about has to say, give it a better performance. Do you think this Ray J at this time in '97 was like someday I'm going to be famous for a film, <laughs> but not this one? A short film. <laughs> Oh man! Well, um, yes. Uh, I would I just every time they cut to like a funny reaction shot of Ray J, like I always I, like I imagine them like following it up with him with his, his like cock deep in Kim Kardashian, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, Ray J," and then like just cutting to the rest of the movie. That would I have mean, been much more entertaining than what I'm we were so, presented so, with. Sorry to be so crass, but no. that's what went through my mind. Uh, Ray J. I think it went through all of our minds. Uh, Quincy Jones. Oh yeah, Quincy this. Jones is producing this, and uh-huh. you know that from the soundtrack that begins. It's so, it's that's even bad. It's like, fucking Shaft. It, it's it's wh- got the well. That's not. Just, I mean, Superfly did that too. No, I know, but it's got that that same feel. The way the score. He knows how to do one thing, and that's he's just bringing that. Did Quincy Jones do the score to this movie too? No, that no, 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 no. But I'm oh, okay. he produced it, and so his sensibilities are on display throughout Steel. There's so much shit in this movie, like so much that's like that's too on the nose too. Where like there's that one song during like the the montage sequence that they play like three <laughs> or four times, yourself. where it's like stand up. That's right, st- and you don't realize that that's foreshadowing her in her magical wheelchair that lets her <laughs> stand up at the end. Yeah, 
Yeah, and we'll get to that. But yeah, also it's like they repeat steal yourself like fifty mm-hmm. fucking times in it. At, like to the beat it. as he's like welding his suit together, which by the way, okay. So <laughs> I know where you're gonna go with this. His suit is supposed to be made of steel, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yet it's clearly just like it's rubber. Like latex. It's fucking latex. It's very flexible. There, there are many shots of like, especially the mask. Like uh-huh. we cut from him like pulling it out of the fire, like the the one ring and, and Mount Doom oh, or whatever. Yeah. Flames behind it. Uh-huh. And the next time we see it on, it's like these little things are flapping around his cheeks. Sure. And like bending and what <laughs> well, it is first off, that's just a dumb idea. Can we just agree that, like... You're going to you, fucking you, murder yourself. Yeah, exactly. If you encase yourself just in, encase steel. in steel. And now he's being, like, shot with supersonic guns and falling from great heights. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> like, the part where, like, the, the police show up and they're like, put your hands up, way up. And he, like, he gets the grappling. Oh, God. And then starts to go up. But I'm like, he goes up so slow. That the I shot like, of him. Why didn't the cops just, like, grab his foot so he couldn't keep going? It looked like a model. It looked like a doll <laughs> suspended. The sh- I had to rewind it. And I-, I was laughing out loud at that. The shot of Shaq. And the problem is they couldn't find a stunt double for Shaq. Because he's so big. Surprise, there's no seven foot six yes. motherfuckers that they could squeeze in to that outfit. Uh, yeah, at least who had his, his physique. <laughs> Which we're led to believe is a very hunky physique, even though we never really see it. Mm. But, like, they never waste time showing some random girl walking by Shaq mm. and, like, mm, this tasty morsel of a man. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. really? I'm like, he's kind of like. The Green Mile, like he is actually fucking quite in this movie. Dumb. He's a little Green Mile-ish. <laughs> One step away from flies exactly. coming out of his mouth. Exactly. <laughs> he just kind of seems oafish. He's doughy and dopey and yeah. doughy. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And yeah, the the scene that we're okay. So the movie opens and uh, he's he's I guess in the army. Is that what they There's are? There's so much, dude. I don't know. So we're introduced I to him know. and his his lady friend and Sparky. Sparks. Who they they do a thing where they touch their fingers together, like well, e. like fucking E.T. and Elliot. So awkward. Like, well, it's awkward and also, like, I feel like the military, like, that general guy would see them doing that and be like, like hey, cut that shit out. Yeah, you salute yourself. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so, so we're this not is the military. military. Exactly. What the fuck Get is yourself going together, on? Shaq. Um... But yeah, they they do that several times, and it's like supposed to be their uh, their their little it's their thing, their thing that they share. Did you get the feeling that like Warner Brothers was like, okay, we want to show that these people are these two are close? Yeah, we want to give them a love interest. We're not ready for interracial relationships exactly. in movies, even at the end. Where this it's is like, not Jungle Fever. This is the- okay. <laughs> This is a Spike Lee Let's joint. Let Spike do that shit. Yeah, we're he, going safe steel. It's it's really apparent at the end when it's like, oh, big grand finale. We got it. We got Shaft here. We got the grandma. We're all celebrating with uh-huh. no, not with Ray J. Yeah, yeah, with Ray yeah, J. Ray J. And um, and now, oh, the woman who's been in a wheelchair, his love interest. Now she can stand. Oh, what a celebratory moment! And he moves in. And, and then they, they hug. hug. They hug. <laughs> it's like an embrace. Which, which like, if she's if, if she's paraplegic, like from the the waist down, yeah. and she lifts herself up so she could stand, she didn't have like a harness keeping her top half up. Yeah. So she should probably have that. That's right. I think, <laughs> like or floaties. else she would just slide down. <laughs> That's true. That's she, a good it's point. It's not like she would have leg strength. She like, didn't have any leg braces just, on. Right? I just didn't have the power to to get up on my legs. Yeah. Like, she no, would be putting her body weight on her elbows or we, something, right? And I feel like fuck them for being as careless as they are. For like how they treat her and her condition, like he comes in after. I guess you could just quit the military if you feel like it. Yeah, right. You just don't like how I'm things are here. going. He's yeah. He's like, that's up to you. I'm out of here. And he salutes. And he salutes. I'm like, 
No, that's that's going AWOL. Well, also, you just told your commanding officer that you're going AWOL. To that end, Judd Nelson, like, he's being court-martialed, but then they just, like, let him fucking They just walk. let him go. He just has a conversation like, with Shaq. And thanks the, for selling me out, brother soldier. Yeah, like, dude, you should be in handcuffs and, right, right now. And then he should be, and walks <laughs> off. I'm like, no, he should be, he killed a senator. Yeah, somebody <laughs> handcuffed that man. <laughs> but they just let They're him just go. just cool with it. And I wish they would have cut to an outside shot of him leaving the building, and he just puts his fist up, and yeah. they freeze Don't you. Forget, Forget about me. Because <laughs> I'm going to come back later and terrorize right. your neighborhood. Exactly. No, but so Sparky mm-hmm. is like, she's Sparky. paralyzed after after the uh, the particle board falls on her. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when the wall explodes, you see some of that pink insulation fall down. And it's supposed to be a concrete $16 wall. $16 million budget, everybody. <laughs> so they... Uh, they they like they cut back and Shaq goes to the hospital to visit her mm. and he's like brought you flowers mm. and just puts them on her lap. <laughs> I was like, Bitch, why didn't you bring a vase? You didn't bring a vase. You just put them down on her lap. What the fuck is she gonna do with those? I know. And then there's that whole. She's like, I just can't wait to get up and walk again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we cut to Shaq looking at the nurse and the nurse is like, uh, no, no, <laughs> not gonna, not gonna <laughs> And they don't say anything to her. Like he just goes, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Me too. I'm like that's a bullshit. She's going to figure do. it out at some point, guys. Nobody's had this conversation with her. How long has she been in this hospital? This dick nurse and him. Like, just fucking be honest with her. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Dude, and then we, we visit her again, mm-hmm. and she's at the VA hospital. So she was in California. Right. Because he tries to call in the weird 1-800-COLLECT commercial that's in this movie. <laughs> he tries to call, and he's like, what do you mean they've... What do you mean they've... Wait, I got to yeah. do shaft. Harness your shaft. <clears throat> or no, your shack. What, what do you mean they moved her? St. Louis? Huh? And so they cut to St. Louis. Why did they move her to St. Louis in the context of this movie? No VA hospitals in California, they, apparently. I guess not. There's, None, only, not a one. there's only five military bases along the West Coast. But they had to go to St. Louis for a VA hospital. But why? Because it doesn't really play a part. Like It's not like he decides to fight crime in St. Louis because he gets her and they go they right go back, back to L.A. Yeah, he carries her in her wheelchair. Apparently the entire way. And then... <laughs> 2,000 miles. But I like, as he's as he's kidnapping this woman from the VA, like Everybody's all the other vets serious. are just like, yeah, you get her, Shaq. You take her after, home. After he defaces the building by tearing out the window. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I don't think you could do... Somebody why send him a bill for that? that? And why did that wake her up where she's like... Oh yes, yes. Like, I will move on with. Were life. you being gassed? Like what? Is, what is happening here? But my only, my only guess here is that the film was actually filmed in St. Louis. Okay, well, and they had to, you know, in order to get like a tax break mm-hmm. or get the credit show, they had to show St. Louis. St. Good... Louis had to be featured I, I somewhere. Bet in the you're movie. onto something. And then, yeah, because they do show the arches, don't they? Yeah, those golden and, arches. And I just, I feel like if you shoot a movie in L.A. You do like what Terminator 2 does, and you use L.A. As your backdrop. As your backdrop. Like, you have a scene in the L.A. River mm-hmm. where they're fighting. And that never happens. Every time they're in an exterior place, like, it seems like it's just kind of a generic-looking city that could be dressed up to be mm-hmm. a bad part of Cal- of L.A. Right. So I thought, maybe they filmed this in St. Louis. I don't know if, if, if you could find that, like, on Wikipedia. It says it's just in uh, L.A., Interesting. Wow. Yes. wow. <laughs> the weird choice then to make that. Why did they go to St. Louis? I don't know. Is Shaq from St. Louis? 
Oh, maybe he's representing for hometown? Yeah, maybe. Well, I, I don't know. from Florida. Bro, I don't know. I know he played for Orlando. Oh, I don't know if he's from there. But uh but yeah, they go to they go to, to to St. Louis. He gets her and immediately like things turn around. And that's where we meet Uncle Joe played by Richard Roundtree. Who's a black private dick that's a sex machine all the chick? Damn right. Yeah, I hear that shaft is a bad mother. I just talk about shaft. He's a complicated man, and no one understands him but his woman. John Shaft. You damn right. Yeah, they rolled out Richard Roundtree for this film. He rolled out. They make it sound like. What's funny is I thought he was. Um, I, he, he was really? You think so? He wasn't. <laughs> and rolled in breadcrumbs. That was weird. Is that one of Aunt line. Missy's? Uh, is that one of Aunt Missy's recipes? They talk <laughs> shit about Aunt Missy and her and her food, but then she opens like a, a successful restaurant. Yeah, at the she end. makes a souffle. How about that souffle humor, Joe? Jesus, dude! Not since the Three's Company has there been such <laughs> a such, such a bevy of souffle <laughs> jokes. Like, I didn't realize you had to be quiet when you were making a souffle. No. There's that scene where he goes home and they're having this entire conversation where they're whispering. Uh huh. And like, and, and like, oh, I, and, they, and they do that when he comes back after he foils he's, the he's bank like, robbery. Shh, be quiet, the souffle. Uh-huh. Yeah, but she's it's like, like, what happened to your face? And I love that. It's like she turns her back and is it? walking away from him. Kobe, it she, was Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? With as many in jokes as there are in this film, I'm surprised they didn't do something like that because it is. Speaking of Richard Roundtree, the, the eye rolling scene where oh, like he's showing him his hammer. Oh, I like the I like the the weight of it. And he, Richard Roundtree has to say, well, "I like the shaft." And then they look at him, and he's like, "What? What?" Like as if we I didn't really, get the joke. I enough. want I want that audio isolated though. I <laughs> like the shaft. Him and go, I like the shaft. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this. <laughs> the references are bad and they're shameless. Mm-hmm. Um, Him with the uh, the free throws, uh, they make a joke. I can never make the free. You throws. know what? That's one thing that I liked about the movie that they got accurate yeah. is that Shaq can't he can't shoot. But a free we don't throw. need to we don't need to address it. Much less turn it into a plot point. Like no. it comes in at the end. Like he has to save the day by, by throwing, a, throwing grenade a grenade into another room through. The- I'm like, wait, really? Well, like, they got to pay off that setup. And wh- how long is the fuse of that fucking grenade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he and Ray J are talking about where it should go where for about five minutes. Yeah. They're like, well, maybe over there. Maybe we can do this. Oh, no, there's no way out. Like, how, that, like, I'm like, this thing's blown up by now. It's like that scene from Batman 66. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb. Adam West just running around. Maybe, like, wouldn't it have been okay if Shaq just put the grenade underneath him? And just yeah, he's let made of steel, right? He's got steel. Yeah. He deflects, like, some fucking mega shot. That John Bender at oh, the yeah. end fires it. Shot in the back. Yeah, and you're to blame. <laughs> he gives Steel a bad name. Yeah, he does. Uh, <clears throat> what? What is the steel mill that he works in? Is that Uncle Joe's steel mill? I, uh, I don't know. Look, I'm just saying, like, I tried to do a podcast in a radio station that I worked at, and at one point ran into some trouble. This oh, dude's, yeah. like, creating an entire suit of armor out after, of steel. After hours. After hours. And they're just cool And with I it. feel like that can't be cheap. Like someone has got to be keeping track of inventory of like, mm. hey, we're we're down steel. Uh, who who's been using the smelting pot? <laughs> no, nobody. I mean, come on. You don't have security cameras. Uh, no. Well, also, uh, Sparks is like a fucking genius, by the way. So she's figured out. Uh, 
how to put boosters on her wheelchair. <laughs> like, and, uh, she last starfighters in her wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> that shot of her rolling away at the Poor end. Poor Annabeth gym. Gish. Well, first of all, that ain't her in the fucking... That is a, a, a stunt... Uh, Cock? Some person clearly in a wig. Yeah. Like you see that wig, that huge hair as she flies away. Uh huh. Um, can we talk about her character a little bit? Sparks? Or maybe yeah, not so Sparky. much her character, but the actress. Annabeth Gish? Yeah. What do you know her from? Uh, she was in, God, what was she in? It was Mystic Pizza? She was in Mystic Pizza, yeah. that's right. She's done. Uh, that's all I know her from. She's done some other noteworthy things. Maybe she was things. in Say Anything? Was she in Say Anything? Mm, let's see. Mystic Pizza. Nixon? She was in Nixon. Beautiful Girls, 1996. No, it was like one of those John Cusack films mm. in the 80s. Like, I'm talking 80s. Yeah, let's see if we can go back. <clears throat> and she was, I remember her being. Much better, yes, than she was in this movie. She is fucking abysmal in this. Yeah, like she is f- so phoning it in. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Desert Blue. Desert Blue. Desert Bloom. Bloom. Shag, Never heard of it. Pizza, yeah. Hiding out. hiding out with John Cryer. There we go. Uh, That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, she's done some other stuff and has been good. Mm-hmm. In this, she I don't know if she was just miscast or like, dude. If she you clearly to, did not want to be there. You have to work across from Shaq. If you're working opposite Shaq, that's true. Doing the for heavy majority lifting. of the movie, I think a little piece of you would die as well. This guy can't; he cannot pronounce words. <laughs> like the fir- his first line, he talks about the capacitor, but he calls it capacitor. Capacitor, like ca- the the capacitor. And you know that was take like twenty six, dude. I got the feeling for most of this movie that it was just like a Pete repeat with his lines. That somebody would say his lines to him, and then he would just repeat them. And then they like that's what they would say. Film. What I said because everything, every time he talks, like very rarely is it a scene where he's like talking and it's a continuous take yeah. where people are talking to each other. A lot of times, if someone says something to him, cut to him responding. That's a good point. Someone says something, cut to him responding. And I'm like, well, I remember from doing the web series. Like if I felt like someone was having a hard time with their lines, we just said it to them. Just they say repeated it, like this. it, and we just cut to them. <clears throat> yep, the magic of editing. <laughs> Sometimes that magic is pretty fucking hard to pull off. Yeah, but as bad as he was, I feel like he was at least giving it all he had. Whereas yeah, Annabeth Gish I cannot, oh yeah. has more to give and just seemed lifeless. And it, it's almost like she didn't understand the type of movie that this was. Although, yeah. I don't know that I understand the type of movie this was. <laughs> I think that there there's a difference between watching... Um, uh, like something like Die Hard, mm-hmm. where John McClane's on the radio with Hans Gruber, and mm-hmm. they're gonna kill Ellis, and Hans like, no, tell him you don't know my name, and like he really gets yeah, into it. Yeah. And then you compare that to Annabeth Gish, John. Hey, John, are you okay? John, what happened? Even when she has a gun John. pointed at her head, she oh, never no. really feels like yeah. she's in any danger. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, her career is in danger. That's I don't. What she says I don't know what Sparky's character is in the comics. I don't know if it's yeah. someone in a wheelchair. But I was getting a very heavy Barbara Gordon vibe from. Oh yeah, good that point. She's after after Batgirl gets paralyzed, mm-hmm. and she is kind of like the tech expert for the Birds of Prey, uh, and and becomes Oracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was getting a little bit of a vibe off of that. And it made me feel really bad because I love the character of Barbara Gordon. Like, obviously, I've, yes, I yes, wrote a whole show and then leading into the, the killing joke, I have always loved Batgirl. Like, Batgirl's just such a cool character. And what I dig about her is that she's so smart. And, mm. and she wasn't just like, you know, even in the Batman 66 show, mm. like, she played off of her feminine wiles a little bit, but she was still so smart. And maybe that's it. Maybe it was just an early crush on Yvonne Craig and how she played the character, but... I just, I dig Batgirl. And so I feel so, like, I'm like, 
ooh, this is the first time that we're going to see like Batgirl in film is like Uh-oh. a reference to her is this. This is this is terrible. Yeah, really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I feel bad for her. This That's a really good way of just kind of summarizing the whole film. Though. It's, really it's embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah. I feel like everybody who worked on this movie couldn't possibly look back on it and go, you know, I'm proud of the work we did. For Although for me saying that Annabeth Gish didn't understand like what type of movie this was and how she should be playing this character... I kind of warmed up to Judd Nelson a little bit. Because at least he's having some fun with it. He knows it's a piece of shit movie. He knows he's just like a two-dimensional bad guy. Yeah. But, but he's he's kind of eating it up. Now, I'm not a Judd Nelson fan. Really? No, I, don't, I can't I can't get it past his nostrils, and I think the best movie he did... <laughs> I can't get past his nostrils? That motherfucker's got some nostrils, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, it's just like black holes okay. in his face that suck up all light. Holy shit. Uh, and You've got very passionate views look about... Look at his... How can you not see his nostrils? I don't know. I'm, it's like I that, look people in the eyes, Joel. <laughs> well, he's got, he's got, he's got eyes, got eyes where his, his nostrils, nostrils should be. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Beetlejuice. Uh, but I loved him in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Is he in that? Yeah, he's the sheriff, the small town sheriff. Oh, yeah. Where nice. Will Ferrell's like, thank you, sheriff. You taught me so much. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's go back to the station and cornhole us a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so he could be fun, he, but he's not a great actor, I think. Would you Would you? Agree? I don't think he's a great actor. I think he was good, especially in his prime, like St. Elmo's Fire, The Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that he was really good then. It was after we got out of the 80s and into the 90s where Judd Nelson was like, just they didn't... threw him in stuff and it's like, mm, yeah. you're, not, you're not really working. And for me, he didn't really work in this movie because he is Judd Nelson. And yeah. that's that's a pro- I don't think he's a versatile enough actor no. to be anything but look, it's Judd Nelson on the screen. Or even f- Tess said when he came in here was like, it's fucking John Bender. <laughs> yes. Like you won't see him as anything because he is not a Gary Oldman. He is not a chameleon no, of an actor. Disappear into the role. And it's crazy because you'll watch a Gary Oldman movie and you'll be like, Oh, that's Gary Oldman. Of course he's great, but then you still buy everything he's Absolutely. doing. Like, this guy is fucking he's a midget. He's Commissioner like, I, Gordon. I think this is great. But he's also Zorg and, from fucking yeah, Fifth Element. He's Beethoven. He's yes. Dracula. He's yes. the guy from the the professional. Everyone oh, I love that guy. He's so good. Uh but yeah, no, Judd Nelson. I guess I see where you're coming from, and I I think I kind of fall on that same side with yeah, you yeah. because I keep thinking about like okay I think about this his performance there he didn't do bad I'm sure he gave them exactly what it was that they wanted yeah, yeah. it's just that what they wanted was shit sure and, oh yeah he's totally two dimensional and it's it's horribly written but, I mean at one point he tells Ray J he's like just call me the man yeah and I'm like what but the? at least it kind of looks like he's having like, fun the, he's kind of playing that. That villain. See, I don't think he looked like he was playing, having fun. Really? I think he was. I think he was trying to be professional and give them exactly what they were asking for. Oh yeah. But I don't think anyone on this movie was having fun, <laughs> except Ray J, because he Ray was, J, because he was twelve and didn't know anybody. He's probably the best actor in this film. Yeah, or better than Big Willie. Best performance. Big Willie's pretty good too. <laughs> the guy who's got like two, three lines. Yeah, but he gives it his all. He's what memorable. The, okay, so explain to me what the fucking plan is here. Like, what's going on? So, Judd Nelson is discharged dishonorably from the military mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for killing a senator, has access to all this tech, and decides he's going to go to this guy that he grew up with. Yeah. Who now distributes video games. That's right. Yeah, That's how cool is that? He distributes video games. It's a perfect cover. And is going to use this guy to to have R and D research done on futuristic weapons, of course, that they can deal to other people. Mm-hmm. Is the video game 
world that like was it that lucrative? Was the arcade game? I mean, that lucrative back in the day. That maybe not like, in '97 when this film came out. Maybe a few distribution? years. Distribution. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're not even manufacturing. I don't think, I don't think just distribution is going to be where you're going to make your money on these arcade probably, machines. Probably a good point. Uh, well, it doesn't matter because uh, his his old friend, his old pal, his old buddy, yeah, has no problems just fucking. Shooting him point blank at the end when he's served his purpose. Shooting everybody. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, that's right. There's really and he's like he, he kills that one woman on the elevator. Rem, do you remember that? No, this may have been when I was zoning out <laughs> near the end of the film. There's the the woman near the beginning who is working oh, for Big Willie. Oh, she, oh, oh, that's she right. Tries, she like questions his shit. No, he he after he makes test the gun and she's like. You be careful. He you makes know? it like malfunction, and the the elevator drops right yeah, and uh-huh. kills everybody. Else. And kills there were some there were some innocent bystanders already on that elevator Absolutely. car. Yeah, well, they picked the wrong elevator. Yeah, but he saved Singer. Is that what that guy's name was? Yeah, Singer? there you go. Save that guy with the that voice. I I know, right? I can't even do it. Like it is time to do this thing. <laughs> like, did you ever see the uh, the Underworld movies with? Yes, Kate I did. Yes, There's I that did. one werewolf guy. Absolutely, and he's got that those deep pipes. That's a good point. That's exactly what this guy sounded That's that like. Guy. So okay, so he's going to distribute weapons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. through this video game guy. Now, here's where it all kind of falls apart for me: <laughs> is that the, the, they sell these weapons, crimes are being committed with these weapons. That's right. That have sonic pulses. Now he, he wants to be known as the arms dealer of and that's this city, and that's fine. That's fine. So all I'm saying is, I'm pretty sure that the death of a senator would have made world news. I'm pretty sure that if someone in the know had any clue... Hey, aren't like, you that guy? Pulse, no, not even just are you that guy. Seeing these pulse weapons being used in a robbery... Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Someone would have been like, hey, hey we were developing tech like that. We need to find such and such because well, that's... Like, th- it seems like it's a very quick, like, you know, point A to point B to figure out who the fuck is behind this. <laughs> well, Joe, this is the same world where a uh, 7.6... Foot one point twenty one G one. Shaq is walking around in a huge steel outfit, uh-huh. and nobody knows who he is. Who could this be? It could be anybody. Like, if, if, although at least the film doesn't insult us enough because everybody figures it out. Like fucking yeah. grandma figures it out the minute she sees it on the news. Uh-huh. But she plays dumb the whole. John Nelson figures it out the minute he sees him. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Uh huh. Yeah, and yet like they have a police lineup. With five other black dudes, which, and it's like, and here's the thing: like, none of them even come close to his height. Here's the thing about that that scene, and I know that scene is supposed to be the point in the movie, like at least one of the few points in the movie where we're supposed to be like, it's the Spider-Man two okay, scene I on the that. on the yeah, cable where, car. Where everyone's like, no, you got to get through me, exactly. You got to get through me. You got to get through me. And like, there's something that seemed really pandering about it that like. Shaq was in trouble, mm-hmm. but luckily the two old white people... That's right. Were, they're not going to turn him in. They're not going to turn gonna him in. finger him. And then the dude from uh, from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah. You want time? <laughs> Buy the magazine. That guy shows up and he looks Shaq right in the face and it's he's like, like... That ain't him. Moves along. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I just... I'm not feeling what it is you want me to feel yeah. in this scene right also, now. Also, Shaq like flat out just smiles right after that guy. Like he yeah. gets away with it. Right. Like, I feel like... Dude, the, you're on camera. I feel like the detective would have been like... People can see you. Did you say something to him that made him smile? <laughs> he looks like he got away with he's, something. He's smiling like he's getting away with something. Or he's talking to himself in his cell. Like, <laughs> did they seriously not pat him down? Yeah, well, like, the, his grandmother saw that he had a hearing. He, he had an earpiece. But, Joe, he swallows it. He puts it in his mouth. Because nobody can tell when Shaq is talking with <laughs> something in his mouth or not. As someone who's been arrested and put in the system, oh, yeah, they, even for a short time, 
They check everything. You're not. <laughs> they check. Oh, everything. It's got a very personal they story check here, Jeff. Every, there, there's wow. lift your nuts, spread your cheeks. Really? Yes. Oof. They check everything. Well, Shaq's a lot of man, and and Sha- <laughs> he's got a lot of orifices that are saying. much bigger than yours or oh mine. Oh my god! His nostrils are bested only by Judd Nelson. Nelson's. <laughs> my god. Oh, let me. Uh, that, that, that does it does make me uh, it does make me question mm-hmm. the authenticity of the world that we live in in this movie. I like that that makes you question. I like that uh, in 1997, the internet is still only good for porn and, and buying weapons and drug. Uh, yeah, I, I love when Big Willie shows up and he's like, "We're building a website. It should be ready in two days." I'm like. <laughs> Who the fuck did you hire? Because that shit should be done in 15 minutes. <laughs> Squarespace, man. Before GeoCities. <laughs> and I'm like, really? You can track websites. Like, you if you tra- build a website, pretty sure. if someone goes that, like, as soon as Sparky found the website, she should have shot that information to the yeah. cops and been like, look, they're selling guns on those, this website. Call GeoCities. See, nobody- Call Call Lycos. Nobody knows. Tom Lycos. 1-800-5800-TOM. It's 1-800-5800-TOM. Lycos. We are the talk radio program that is not hosted by a right-wing whack or a convicted felon. No! We're a different kind of radio talk program. It's Lycos 101. I am your professor. All right. Line one. You're out with Lycos. What can I do for you? Hey, man, my bitch girlfriend, man. Oh, man, dump that bitch. All right. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Next time, blow me up, Tom. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Call me 1-800-5800-TOM-LIKES. Uh, never gets old. Dude, we came up with, me and Sarah were driving up to New York, and at one point, I think we were just delirious, I came up with this DJ character named Roge, <laughs> like short for erosion. So it's Roge on Buffalo 106. <laughs> just because we passed the sign, it was 106 miles to Buffalo. So I was just like, hey, this is Roge from Buffalo 106. <laughs> you guys have a hard time getting it up? Yeah, sometimes I do too. It's hard sometimes in the morning, but when, it, when it's not so hard. So I try out Blue Chew. Why don't you give Blue Chew a shot? If you chew that up, it's kind of like a, a Viagra, but you don't swallow it. You chew it, and when you chew it, it gets into the bloodstream faster. That's Blue Chew. Tell them that your friend Rose from Buffalo 106 sent you. Hey, we got some rock coming up, some Def Leppard, also Skid Row, and Scorpions on the way. Going to kick things off with Bon Jovi. Stick around after the break. Buffalo. This is Buffalo 106. 106. <laughs> like, and the whole joke was that like, because we don't know what sound a buffalo makes, we just keep inserting different animal sounds in there. This is going to be funny for like four people. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> 106. Meow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would so tune into that. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that someday. I'd buy a t-shirt. We should, we should see if I can hit the post again. The Buffalo. On, so, Buffalo 106. Um, all right. So where the fuck were we? <laughs> I had my notes up. Let me get these notes. so bigger. done with this film and everything. Uh, He's... Oh, <laughs> When she gives him the t- like the first time he's supposed to go out, and she's like, "I'm ready to field test this," and oh, she yes. gives him she gives him the earpiece, mm-hmm. and they're supposed she's testing it out, and she's like, "Roger, Ro- hey, do you read me?" And he's like, five by five. He's standing right there. <laughs> yeah, the idea that, is that's not how you test you a radio. Go outside. <laughs> well, I know. Yes, you can hear me because I'm here. Because I'm standing. Do you hear me through right the earpiece? Here. Why don't you get in the car and go drive a little bit, and then let me know? Do you hear me talking to you? Uh, it's just like it was like a super. It was the like 
an idiot becomes a superhero and they made a movie about it. How much stunt training do you think he had, by the way? Like that choreography? Because he don't look like he can kick anybody's ass. No. Like he's, he moves so glacially slow. And it's you always can like see one, the fucking it's one move. Coming. And then they yeah. cut to something else. And then it's like another the, the move. The opposite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, In it's, his rubber suit. It's so... It's so rough, man. Mm-hmm. It's so rough. And like just the stuff that happens in this movie that doesn't have any bearing whatsoever on like the rest of the story moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like really, what does it matter about his grandmother making souffle? I know, I know. What does it matter about Jeez. them going to St. Louis? Like St. Louis has nothing to do with the rest of this movie. Uh what does it matter that like his little like leg thing falls off, and they're like, "Oh, I know." Man, you got to be careful. And I, I thought like maybe that was going to lead to something. Me too. Like, yeah. Someone was going to find that, and it was going to be like trace it. With, yep. Yeah, serial number. It nope. Yep. No, they just triangulate a phone call, and they even say shit like, "Nope, they weren't on the line long enough. I was just able to get a perimeter." In fact, he didn't even say perimeter. He said parameters. <laughs> like nobody, there was no one on set checking this shit out and making sure like... Because we didn't what care. What did he just say? No one cared. Joe, this is the same This year was that... a movie that was just made to launder fucking drug money. Oh, it may have been one of those, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, yeah. Was it made for $16 million or was it made for $8 million? Yeah, I think it was made for $8 million and they used the rest of that shit to, but you know what? to bring child hookers into the fucking country. <laughs> I mean, this is when Epstein was uh, fucking That's right. running things. Um, for $16 million, though, there's there's some production value here. Where? I mean, they had to, well, I mean, this stuff has to be built. This, the car... <laughs> <laughs> stuff has to be built. I mean, you do. Yeah. Joe, stuff has to be built. You've got, I mean, you got the hammer. You got his outfit. You got the, the little the, the set. I can get that at Party City for two bucks. <laughs> no, but, I mean, the, there's a scene. There's a car chase scene where they he drives his motorcycle Dude. into the like spy hunter style. Uh, but he's got he's got his headlights on. Somehow he loses the police. Joe. A helicopter over, over. Oh yeah, overhead. There's a helicopter crash. He loses the police. He's got his headlights on on the bike. Like, it's like he slips into the, the junkyard, and he still has the headlight on. Just turn the fucking headlight off. Dump the bike and fucking hide it. Where did he get trash. that bike from anyway? He, still, he was on the road. He took it from the road. Dude, this movie has the dumbest chase sequences, too. <laughs> like, are you telling me, like, she's making the lights all green, but the cops stop at red lights during, yeah, they, oh during no. police we, chases? We, we have to obey the laws at all times. stop? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, there's that. There's also the slow speed chase where he's chasing the guy after his friend. His police friend, his policewoman friend, who yeah. we never meet back up with. At oh, the that's end. right. We don't know if she lived, if she died. It doesn't matter. He's just so she is just someone that needed to be injured to propel him forward to be a superhero. Of course. So he chases this perp, and they like going all over the city, and he's like pulling gates off of a fence and like going through a train yard, saves a guy from getting decapitated. Mm-hmm. This boring ass slow fucking foot chase, like. As dynamic as that foot chase is in Point Break, yeah, that, that's like, oh my god, this is so exciting. Frenetic. This is the exact opposite. Yeah, this is so the opposite. And so they're like, right. And finally, like after six minutes of this foot chase, the bad guy remembers he has a gun. <laughs> yes. He turns around. He's like, oh yeah, let me shoot at you, B- bitch. You've had this gun. You could have turned around when you went through the gate. Yes, went, immediately. Yeah. yeah, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Instead, he gets shot in the back by Eye Patch guy. Yes, slats. Is that his name, Slats? Yep, you got it. I didn't even got, I didn't even recast him. Oh, you didn't. This whole movie is filled with people that we introduce. Oh, I got slats. And then like, eh, you know, maybe we'll come back to them. All right. Why didn't they come back to the woman cop? <laughs> they probably did. I'm just now remembering her, and I'm pissed. They probably filmed it and just like decided to. We, we got to bail oh, out of this movie. It was too boring to put into this film. <laughs> it does seem like like Quincy Jones saw Batman, like Tim Burton's Batman, and like we need to make a version of this. 
And like that was, he even has the, like when he's, when he finally has his suit and he's going out and, and he's introducing himself to the world, there's a scene where the one guy robs that old couple. There's, there's something that feels really wrong about how he goes out though. Like he goes out looking for trouble. Yeah. This isn't even, and again, yeah. Why is he doing this? Like there isn't, there isn't a villain that he's after. I mean, it's not clear yet because he just, his, his cop friend gets injured. Mm-hmm. And I think he rem- he recognizes the tech, but I still don't think he puts two and two together that it's like that it's Burke. He's that's just doing out to it. like clean up the streets, basically. Yeah. yeah. So why the fuck don't you just start a neighborhood watch? Yeah. Why do you need to build this ridiculous looking outfit? Right. Everyone's gonna know it's you, Shaq. Every- everyone. We all know it's you. <laughs> well, Play- he pe- plays basketball for a living. He can't run faster. No. 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 All right. Uh, and he he's so. He's so focused on wanting it to be non-lethal. His methods of stopping crime, mm-hmm. non-lethal. But there's a point where a car is rushing at him full speed, mm-hmm. and he's like, this is just the sonic setting, right, Sparky? Oh, right. Yeah, and he shoots it. And it these guys stop and like come they out the from windshield. They go 60 miles an hour to, to zero. zero. And they come out, there, and I'm like, that's... That killed people. Like, you crushed you, bones. You killed people. Yes, there are no Shit. airbags in the, yeah. that car. I think maybe a better option would have been just to get the fuck out of the way yeah. of the car. I mean, I understand you can't move that fast <laughs> in, that, in that fucking suit, but god Damn, this movie frustrated the shit out of me. Uh, yeah. This was this is so bad. It's it's. Would you agree with me? Top five of the fir- of the worst oh, films absolutely. we've done on top this podcast. Three of the worst wow. movies. What's what's worse? Uh, what's okay. your what's your top three? So Unbreakable. Back. Oh come on! <laughs> you fucking just doing that to get my. It's unfair. <laughs> okay, the I think the room is worse than this. Okay, okay. Uh, I think that... Uh, At least that's kind of a fun think, watch in a way, though. And it's two Tommy Wiseau movies. It's The Room and Samurai Cop 2. Oh, shit. I think Samurai Cop 2 is horrible. Samurai Cop 2 is pretty bad. Now, you know, I've really got to think about that, because we've talked about some really bad movies. Yeah, let me look at my list here. Um, but yeah, I would. I can't imagine that there are too many more bad movies that we've talked about. How about Leonard one. Part 6? Leonard Part 6 is bad. The Bill bad. Cosby movie. Yeah. Leonard Part 6 is super bad. And, and it, it's made even worse because of... Bill Cosby being a, an established talent at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it, it wasn't like Bill Cosby was a basketball player that they decided to put in a movie. Like, even Space Jam was better than this. Space Jam has some entertaining Space moments Space Jam yeah. does have entertaining moments, and it, it features, at the center of it, a basketball player. That's right. And Michael Jordan is a shitty actor. <laughs> He's really fucking bad, but at least they knew, let's surround him with some good... Bill Murray. They were yeah. like, okay, if we have someone this bad, we better put fucking Bill Murray in this movie. And somehow Bill Murray was like, okay. And it's not like Bill Murray's giving his best work. No, but, he but Bill Murray's Bill watchable. Murray. Yeah. yeah. I'll watch Bill Murray brush his teeth. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, this is this is a bad film, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that answers the question of would you recommend it? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh-uh. I didn't even know this movie existed, and I wish I didn't know. Don't you worry, though, because I've got several other Shaquille O'Neal movies oh, no. that we will be we, we will be checking in with oh, over shit. the over the course of the year. I didn't know he had more well, I know there's Shazam, right? It's Kazam. Kazam. Shazam is exactly the other Levi. one. That's right. The good one. There's Kazam. There's Blue Chips. <laughs> there's Blue Chips. There was one other one. I can't remember. And he's also in some of the Adam Sandler movies. Grown ups. Grown ups. And Grown Ups yeah. Dose. Oh, the there dose. You go. Um Oof. he wasn't no, he wasn't in Chuck and Larry. Mm. That was Ving Rhames. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Who sings I'm Every Woman. That was my recast. Uh, okay, so what did... <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
huh, what did Steele do right? You know, I'm tempted to say Judd Nelson because uh, I think he, he, he was having fun with it. And I enjoyed watching him be a bad guy. You don't get to see Judd Nelson be a, a villain very often. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's got a new movie coming out that a friend of mine was the DP on. Judd Nelson? Where he's playing a bad guy. Did, your, did your friend inform him that you felt like his nostrils were too big? Uh, listen, I don't think these things need to be said. Like, they're just known. Like, right? It's just an obvious statement. Like, why would you point to the obvious? So that's like on the call sheet. It's, Judd Nelson, <laughs> nostrils. It's, like, his, his nostrils need to arrive an hour before he does <laughs> on set. Because oh, after, my God. To, yeah, there we go. So Judd Nelson is what this movie did. Well, I could say that, but what I'm going to say is uh, the music. I actually appreciated that there was a theme. No. Somebody wrote a theme to... to, to, No. I was going to say Kazam, but it's uh, Steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody also wrote Chocolate Rain, and that's that's shit. (laughs) Tazon? Yeah. What's it? Tazon Day? Tazon? Chocolate Rain. Some stay dry while others feel the Equally as good as the score to steal. I'm just saying there is a score that somebody wrote. There was a theme. Do you watch any of the other Tazon Day videos of him singing other songs? He has other songs? No, I didn't realize Oh, he did a follow-up to Chocolate Rain called Cherry Chocolate Rain. Oh, no, no. Cherry Chocolate Rain. You're making that up. And it's all about how he became famous off of Chocolate Rain. Oh, no. Um, That's embarrassing. And there's like a rapper that comes out. He's like, he moves away from the mic so he can breathe. (laughs) (laughs) But he's also got one where he does like requests. People ask him to sing songs. And he did like the Misty Mountain Mountain Cold from from uh, The Hobbit. No way. Far over. Ooh. The Misty Mountain. All right, he's got a pretty good voice. Can you bring that that up? Get that up on YouTube. Bring that up on YouTube. Go to our Facebook page. And we're going to play that right here in just a second. I think the score, there was a... It was a... All right. We've we've seen better movies that have worse scores. So I'm not saying it saved it, but I'm saying that whoever did the score for this film... Had the wherewithal to like create a theme, uh-huh. work it in, did variations on it. Like yeah. it's 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 not a bad it's not a bad score. Oh man, that's what it did right. So, <laughs> so you're saying that this movie though is still better than No Holds Barred? Yes, yes, wow. I think so. Wow, I think so. Uh, all right, for Judd Nelson. And what his I thought this movie did right mm-hmm. is uh, that, that okay. The guy who plays the general. <laughs> Yeah, that character actor. That guy, he's from Rambo, uh, yes, First Blood Part 2. Yeah. I thought he was good. He plays a pretty good role. Other than that, man, I can't really think of anything that, yeah. that this movie did that was that was decent. The cinematography sucks. Everything oh, looks so it's, flat. It's Well, it, you can tell it's made by a TV director. A TV director. Everything looks made for it, TV. This, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, this movie You're looks wrong. like it was made on video. Like, this was shot on video. It does. Uh, it's it's just lit very flatly uh-huh. to where it looks like Michael, like, like Lord of the Dance. The, <laughs> like, it's lit like flatly. It's a timely reference show. <laughs> I know, right? Two listeners got that. Both of our listeners. Uh, yes. Michael Flat. All right. So what did? Uh, oh, there's Tayson Day. Dude's got some oh. range, man. I love the hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really emoting. Final law. Here we go. Ooh, dude's got a voice, go. man. Yeah, man. Bring it, Tay. Look at him. Ooh. He's about to get fabulous. Check this shit out. 
Woo! Motherfucker got soul. Yeah, it does. Already, this is more entertaining than Steel. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> We're posting this on the Facebook page, folks. I love how he looks scared of his own voice. He's surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, like he's surprised he's making the sounds he's making. He's really uh, getting into character here. Fire! <laughs> is this? Is that God and Adam? Yes, it is. Him? That's the finger of God behind him. him. Wow. He's like, ah, I nailed it. it. I did <laughs> first try. First try. That's amazing. All right, Tays on day. Tays on day. Uh, there's my recast, by the way. Steel. It's Days on Day. Instead of Shaq, Days on Day. Okay, so what did Steele do wrong? He'll just sing to all of his... Uh... Do I even need to ask that question? What did it do wrong? What did Steele do wrong? There's a lot of things that it did wrong, but uh, I have to... Man, Annabeth Gish it just fucking killed any any enjoyment I was having in this film. Yeah. She is a better act- actress than this. Uh-huh. She was phoning it in, no doubt. For she sure. She ruins everything for uh-huh. me. Yeah, um, I thought that Annabeth Gish was really bad. Horrible. And that that was very disappointing. Again, for, after seeing her in movies where I'm like, she's good. D- this is a good actress. And she's just... She's like a high school like, play. It's like if you were ever at one point a Steven Seagal fan, like in his early career, where you're like, <laughs> I like this guy. I like watching him do... Like, you know, Hard to Kill, uh, Marked for Death. Like, those two movies were pretty good. Uh, and then to see where he's become, like what he's to see that that uh, demonstration, that video, yes. the video demonstration of him. Tess, do- have you ever seen that? Oh my god! The video demonstration of, of from Steven a couple Seagal. years ago. Look up Steven Seagal demonstration, <laughs> uh, and and we'll finish this. You gotta watch this shit. Uh, so it's like seeing that and like just being so disappointed. Like you're better than you, this. You you were better than this at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so disappointing to see. But I still say like building this movie around Shaq. Yeah. It was a horrible mistake. It was never... To, to have, like, at this time, 1997, Steel, you have other options, other people you could have put in this role. You could have put Will Smith into this role. Oh, dude, yeah. And it would have probably played way Will better. Will Smith wouldn't have done this film. You needed, though, you needed some kind of... You needed someone who was a strong performer in some place in this movie, and you didn't have it. Yeah, when all of the surrounding characters are more interesting, but they weren't. Then that's your hero. part of the problem. Is that Judd Nelson was no one was really interesting. And I'm sorry, Slats. I, like he, no dude. <laughs> dude with eye patch. I feel like Judd Nelson did what he was told, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But no one was interesting in this movie. Nobody rose above what they were getting. Like no one, there, there was there was nobody that like surpassed or was better than the the material that they were given. True, everybody was bad, and it's almost like. They all performed up to the level of Shaq. <laughs> and that's the wrong way to do it, man. Ray J was acting circles around him. Oh, though, actually. my God. He was like Lil Bow Wow from like Mike. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, I feel like building this movie around Shaquille O'Neal, when you know someone is not a good actor mm-hmm. and you make him the primary focus of your superhero movie, mm-hmm. man, bad news, bears. Agreed. Uh, so uh, if we were going to remake. Steel. Yes. How would we do that, Joel? Uh, I have recast six actors now. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Starting seven, with cop eight. number one. I have eight. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, uh, who do you got? I'll jump in. Um. Well, I started with. Uh, okay. Did you do singer? Did you recast singer? Who is he? The the guy that the the um dude that works for Big Willie, that ends up helping out Judd Nelson becomes his right hand man. 
Oh, with a low voice? Yeah. No, I did the not. low voice. No. Okay. I, uh, I recast... Uh, um, okay, so I had two here. Okay. I was thinking I would cast John Cena <laughs> okay. as this character. That's fun. That's fun. But instead, I decided my final uh, was Jordan Peele. Oh, oh I like that. All oh, right. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, yeah. I Doing like that. his over-exaggerated. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is time to do this thing. <laughs> I like that. Jordan Peele. I'm going to go uh, David Allen Greer. Okay. Dag. Dag. Mm-hmm. I love Dag. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So did you recast Big Willie? Uh, I haven't, but I will. Andy Dick. <laughs> oh, that's great. As Big Willie. Who's the guy who played um, in the Daredevil TV show, his friend? Oh, the lawyer um, friend. I don't know his name, but yeah. I know you're talking about. He was in the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, you know, yeah, that guy. He's a good actor, man. What's it, Nelson? Yeah, yeah, Foggy Nelson. Foggy Nelson. There uh-huh. you go. Whoever played Foggy Nelson from uh, TV's Daredevil. Okay, so those are the two apparently that you didn't have cast. That is correct. All right, so who's the bottom of your list? Cop number one. Cop number one. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews. Ooh, I like that. Uh-huh. That's strong. I went with Daniel Kaluuya. Okay, get out. Yes, I, I, and Black Panther. He is in that too. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Uh, oh, that guy. He wasn't in. He wasn't in uh, Infinity War. You know though. what's weird? Yeah, I was thinking there about that because that they day. brought back like all the other characters from uh-huh. uh, Black Panther, but not. But not. We got Shuri. We got uh, Michonne from Walking Dead. They didn't bring back uh, um, his mom either. Mom's not back. Angela no. Bassett's not back. That's right. She should have been Storm. Originally, when they, yes. made, when they made the first X-Men movie, or she should have been Storm. Or Alfre Woodard. Mm-hmm. Alfre Woodard would have been great Storm. Anybody but Halle Berry. Man, I just I feel I I just feel Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett just has that. that she great. has the look. She would have been especially because so she was riding strong on uh, the Tina Turner. Yeah, biopic then in yeah. Strange Days. Speaking of Halle Berry, did you hear about that Little Mermaid uh, remake that they're doing? Halle Bailey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they recast. Uh... <laughs> did you just think like an Asian man was trying to give the news <laughs> that somebody else had been cast <laughs> oh, in the role? No, but I, Halle Bailey. When I read that news, <laughs> when I saw the headline out for a second there, I had kind of did a little a little doggy tilt. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Do you care? That? Do you care about any of that? Well, not now because I mean, you know me. I was lukewarm on Beauty and the Beast. Listen to our Beauty and the Beast episode, and now you're Han Cold, Aladdin. <laughs> uh, Aladdin, I haven't even bothered with. Uh, Tess saw Aladdin. Yeah, was it good? We get a review. Yeah, I mean, if you like the the cartoon version of it, I did like the cartoon version of it. Yeah, you'll appreciate the songs and everything. And Will Smith is Will Smith. Is he all right? I mean, I'm interested, and I, and I, like, I like Guy Ritchie. Hey. Woo-hoo. I think he's an interesting what? choice for this. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'll, I'll begrudgingly see that probably when it comes out on video. And The Lion King, uh, you know, John Favreau hasn't made a bad film yet, really. Um, Man. And then uh, and the, the Milan trailer, you see that? Uh, it's weird no. that they're, they've they've left out all of the singing. They did the same thing with Aladdin. Like there wasn't a trailer. Well, they did it later on, right? Like the day the movie I came out. I, did, I, I watched some of it. Like I didn't see it with the sound on. What are we talking about? It, the Mulan teaser. Yeah, but it looks like it's shot on video too. Like there's a weird. Oh, look really? To it. Like like it's like it's that way too high def, where mm. it almost looks like too it's sharp. PBS. It's a little too sharp. Yeah, I, I think it looks beautiful. Um, I was just like. Is there a singing cricket in this? Because it's going to be weird to see that. Was along there a with all singing this. cricket? Uh, there was a dragon. Oh, the, oh, the fucking Eddie Murphy dragon. In Disney movies, it's like there's one animal that like speaks, and then there's, and there's a, one like a silent one. Yeah, like there's the raccoon. There's Hey Hey and Pua. There you go. There's, yeah, yeah. There's Miko the raccoon. And wow, you know the names. Yeah, Pocahontas. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. And Flit, Flit. The bird? The bird, yeah, yeah, there you go. But Miko and Flit, they didn't, didn't talk. They, they didn't, didn't speak. Talk. No, that's, that's right. true. Every now and then. Oh, well. well. Apu and Iago? 
Apu. Oh, that's a Iago, good point. Yeah. And Holy Raja. Shit. Oh, the tiger. There and carpet. <laughs> <laughs> not, not an animal. Not an animal. Made from animal fur, presumably, but not an animal. All right, who's next on your list? Slats. I didn't cast slats. You didn't do slats? No, man. Dude, charismatic. Uh, no. He's got the eye patch. No. I went with uh, Jaden Smith. How about oh, Will Smith? That's little, pretty good. Little boy, the karate I kid. I almost cast Jaden Smith in mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go As with the Ray J character. Giancarlo Esposito. That's who you did? Who will be my slats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a 50-year-old slats. I like it. I like it. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's next? Uh, what do we got? Mm-mm-mm. Uh, I've got... Uh, Nathaniel Burke, you want to do... Uh, what about Martin? Martin. Martin. The Ray J character? Did you recast Ray J? I did, yes. Yeah. I went with uh, Sir Darius Blaine. He's a young fridge from Jumanji. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh, the tall guy. Damn, he uh-huh. could have fucking been uh, yep, he steel, been steel. Actually, mm-hmm. I went with uh, uh, Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things. Absolutely, plays yeah. Lucas. Okay, how about that? All right, and so uh, Nathaniel Burke. Here we go. This is where my casting is going to have a little bit of a theme. Nostrils, just these these last three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my Nathaniel Burke, played by Bill Hader. Ooh, I like that. I kind of did a similar thing. Went with Adam Scott. From uh, that's good. Parks and Rec. Adam right? Scott's really good. From Torque. And you know, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> His character from Torque. He's a fun bad guy. And if you've ever watched, uh, you ever seen The Good Place? Uh, no, I that's still haven't show? watched it. We haven't watched it. He's got a small recurring character where he kind of plays a bad guy. And, he's uh, so good. He's, he's, he's great. Love Super him. funny. All right, here we go. We got Richard Roundtree next. Um, oh, yeah, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Okay, so this one isn't part of my theme. Okay. But be- if I have Jordan Peele. Oh, you have a theme. I got to have Keegan Michael yeah, Key. Yeah, that's great. He's going to be my Uncle Joe. Well, I traded. Straight up in makeup. And- <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Just with like the, the Uncle Ben's yes. and the five o'clock shadow oh, yes. going on. Love it. Uh, I traded one shaft for another. I'm doing Sam Jackson. Oh, that's good. That role. Yeah. Today's shaft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Holy shit. Uh, uh, all right. So that leaves uh, Sparky. Here we, here we go. Uh, Amy Schumer. Oh, interesting. Sparky. So she's... Uh, <laughs> like I said, this is part of my... This, these three are the part of my theme. Okay. These, they're the right, three mains. Right. Still trying to figure it out. It's like a Judd Apatow thing, isn't it? Maybe. Maybe Judd Apatow. Possibly. Here we go. Um, Jenna came up with Elizabeth Olsen, which I thought was strong. Yeah. But uh, stronger, I think, is uh, Kobe Smulders. Kobe Smulders is Kinda good in that seems role. Seems like something she would do. I could see her in maybe that. Uh, relate a little more to her. All right. And so uh, you're John Here Henry we go. Irons. Steel. John Henry can't be named John Henry without a hammer. I'm gonna fuck this guy's name up. Dude, I always do. Seriously, at the fucking end of this movie, though, where they're like, <laughs> "But whatever you do, don't touch the red switch." Yeah. And he's like. I must have to touch the red switch. That, I'm that like, was so... Like, he should have seen through that. Yeah, like, Judd Nelson. Everybody should have seen through Come that. Come on, man. Where it's like, um... Don't do the thing you want him to all do. All right, so maybe I shouldn't... Because I feel like you're trying to do reverse psychology Yeah, on me, exactly. But because you're an idiot and bad at it, I'm not going to do it. Please, like, Brad Bear, don't throw me in that... <laughs> Patch. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's right. I went song of the south on oh your head. Oh my ass. god! <laughs> well, that's what it's like. Oh man. my god! All right, maybe we should just. All right, so should I cut that out? <laughs> yeah, you might want to cut that out. It's, it's historical. <laughs> yeah, and hysterical. So is the KKK. <laughs> oh, that's historical too. Uh, Jesus. That one's staying in the Disney vault. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, all right. So, John Henry Irons. Yeah, here we go. Uh, I, I'm going to fuck his name up. <clears throat> it's uh, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala. Right? Mahershala. Mahershala Ali from Green Book. Yeah. I know him from... Um, the Wire? 
Oh, he is in The Wire. That's wasn't right. He, wasn't Mahershal in The Wire? And from uh, Book of... Uh, no, what's it called? Was he? I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in the wire. What's what's the what's the Kevin Spacey political show? Yeah, I can't House think of Cards. Of. House of Cards from House uh-huh. of Cards. I know him. Yeah. Great actor, man. Love that guy. Uh, and tall. He yeah, he was in the wire. Thank you very much. Uh, I went with to to finish off my theme. Finish him, LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> LeBron is going to be a steal. Why not? Because he of, can't do any worse. Yes, the, the Shaq. Uh, uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all this obviously directed by Judd Apatow. I love it. it. Yes, guys. If you have any thoughts, oh about, my, my oh, sorry, my director, sorry. Ryan Coogler. He knows a little something Ryan about good. superhero movies. Ryan Coogler is a good choice. Mm-hmm. If you have any thoughts about Steel, if you've happened to see it, if you've got thoughts about a recasting, or if there's a part of the movie that we haven't talked about that you're like, dude, you guys didn't even mention this, let us know. Go to Facebook.com/slash/EditingBay. Or in the search bar, put in Editing Bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us. Yeah. Or talk back to us directly when we're doing our Facebook Live. Hey-o. That test has been monitoring. I guess nobody's really been talking to Thanks, us. buddy. Because, just because no- it's 11 o'clock on a Wednesday? <laughs> I know, right? Why aren't you awake? And we didn't advertise um, any of this? Let me check here. Oh, no, look. Taylor Tweeter Walker's been talking at us. Talking about how he owns Short Circuit 1 and 2 on DVD. Never opened the package. $5 bin at Wally World. <laughs> hey, my buddy Manuel Moreno is talking back right That's about That's not now. your buddy. You're making that up. He is. Manuel Moreno? Talking about Maconda. Didn't he write Maconda? Hamilton? <laughs> Lynn manuel Moreno? Moreno. <laughs> <laughs> There's a million things he hasn't done. He does have a beautiful singing but voice. But just you wait. I will give you that. Just, just you wait. You wait. <laughs> uh, now yeah. rap. <laughs> Uh, man, you said that in a ma- like everything just went out of my Pull head. Pull your Moana. Uh, <laughs> no, Moana. Oh, we watched that again. Well, like, of course, because you have a four-year-old. Yeah, but Harper hadn't watched it in a while. Mm-hmm. And it was so mm-hmm. funny because it's almost like she'd watched it for the first time. She was asking all these She's like, what's going on with Moana's mommy and daddy? What's going on with Taka? What's happening here? Oh, my gosh. And like covering hers, I'm like, you've watched this movie like 20 million times. Well, she was three the last time she saw it. And so much has three. changed in her life. She's oh, still, that's right. She's still three. She's going to be four in a week and a half. Oh, it's coming up soon. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. So here we go. Uh, if you've got ideas for movies that you'd like for us to check out and yep. talk about in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there as well. Uh, hey. Hey. We've also got a website. What? And it took us 48 hours <laughs> to get it set up. Hours. That's right. <laughs> No, we've got a website, right? That's right. You can see porn and buy guns yeah. on our website. No, you can do neither of those things. But what you can do we have is gun go, porn. Just go to editingbay.com. That's nra.com. Uh, editingbay.com, however, is where you'll find all things about the Editing Bay. We've got a little uh, links to all of our social networks, the aforementioned Facebook page. <laughs> there can be only one. The aforementioned Facebook page and our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please follow us there. You're always going to know what movies we're doing next. In fact, if you're following us, you know what movie I'm about to mention. Oh, Because I posted it a while yeah. ago. Uh, but uh, also, we have uh, our little archive section where you can hear all of our past episodes. This is like two, No Holds Barred. Two, yeah, that's right. Or uh, what was the other one you Or uh, <laughs> Leonard Part 6. Or Samurai Cop 2. Samurai Cop 2. Classics. All classics. Uh, all that and more on EditingBay.com. Guys, please leave us a rating and review on your podcasting app. Five-star rating would be fantastic. And then leave us a review. Let us know what you uh, like mm-hmm. about the show. If you've mm-hmm. got criticism, that's fine. Just make it five-star criticism. If you do anything less than five stars, you're just kind it's of a It's a felony. You're a bit of a dick. You're, you know what? You're a Nathaniel Burke. That's right. And don't with huge nostrils. Don't be, don't be Nathaniel Burke. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, you guys, uh, what, what do you think we should do next week? What do I think? Well, um, did you hear about the passing of Rip Torn? Unfortunately, Rip Torn. Rip. R- I, uh, <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Torn. R.I.P. Um, so, 
That is not what we're doing next week. We don't have a Rip Torn movie yet, but uh, I wanted to throw it I out have there. A, I, have, do you, do I have a few. You have a Rip Torn movie that we I could do? I do, but what, what are you thinking? Well, I, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe the following week, or, well, that'll be your pick. We can, we can decide, but I think he needs to be honored at some point. Uh-huh. Um, I and agree. so go to, your face, go, to, go to your Facebook, go to our Facebook page, uh, and tell us uh, what, what movie you think we should do in, in an upcoming episode to honor the late, great Rip Torn. Beast. For, ooh, we, yes, we has that great fight. Beastmaster. Uh, he's Dodgeball's a good one. Dodgeball's Defending good. Your Life is one of my personal favorites. We've oh, already done Men in Black. Men in Bla- oh. So, yes, <laughs> one of Joe's favorites, Men in Black. So, coming up on a future episode, we'll be honoring Rip Torn. But that is not what we're going to be doing next week. Joe. Well, thank God we wasted three minutes talking about I know, that. That's a t- well, I want, I want some feedback on the Facebook page. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, one movie that I did watch over our break that I failed to mention... Finally picked up uh, John, Sandlot 2. John Wick 2. Oh! And uh, really enjoyed it. I liked of the first movie. Of course you did. John Wick 2 really kind of takes it to another level. Yep. And it was nice to see Lawrence Fishburne uh-huh. and uh, Keanu Reeves come back All again. back together again. Not since uh, the original Matrix trilogy uh-huh. yeah. have we seen uh, them together. So I figured, you know what? They're doing a reboot of Matrix. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on the what is this the 20th anniversary of the release. You're losing me. Of <laughs> like, the original you're talking Matrix. About Rick Torn, then you're talking about like John Wick and I'm like, "Oh, are we going to talk about John Wick?" I'm trying to throw you off the scent. No. You're We're subverting be my expectations. About, just like Ryan Johnson. <laughs> We're going to be talking about not just the original Matrix film, but I figure let's take the opportunity to talk about the whole Matrix trilogy because oh, that shit. first movie is so perfect and the other movies are so awful in my they opinion. There's a lot of good and bad to talk about with sure. the Matrix trilogy. So next wow. week, we're talking, talking about, about the entire Matrix, Matrix trilogy. The Matrix Reloaded and the Matrix Revolution. Are we going to explore the Animatrix too? Uh, we can talk about all things Matrix. Don't Holy feel like you shit. need to watch all of those movies though. I'm sure you've seen them all numerous times. No. No. It's, it's been a while. I've only right. seen, I think I've only seen the third one once. That's Probably, you know, there's a lot more going on there. Maybe too much, some would say. Uh-huh. Uh, but a lot of they say that fodder. when a movie sucks, people are like, "Well, there's a lot, there's going, a lot on. going on." <laughs> That's what I say about Steel. Like, there's a lot going on. <laughs> I don't think anybody would there's say there's actually, a lot going it's on. It's actually a metaphor for mm. it, you know the industrial revolution. Oh right, and yeah. uh, classism. And, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it has no class. So, uh, so the Matrix. That's gonna be fun. The Matrix next week on the editing day. Cool. Uh, yeah. Anybody have anything they want to plug? Because I know. Uh, Tess has got something oh, coming yeah. up. Ooh. Oh, yeah, actually. Um, my web series, The Potion, has actually dropped. Uh, I'll give you guys, I guess, the link for that or whatever. Or you can go to The Potion uh, web series at YouTube. Or just post it on the, on the page, on the Facebook go. page. I will just do that. Yeah. yeah, so that way they could just they could get the link there. Yeah, check that out. The Potion. Awesome. Written by you. Are, uh, Written by me. Uh, a bunch of my friends are actors in it. They wouldn't let me act in it. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, it happens, but it was a good writing experience. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of it. Really excited about it. Dude, very cool, man. Nice. Congratulations on that. Sweet. Have to check um, it out. Yeah, I've got a, I guess I'll plug Midnight Occult Civil Servants. That's your uh, anime I, show? Yeah, it's the anime show where I play... Uh, Satoru Kanoichi, mm, hey. uh, and it, that show is actually the, the season's coming to an end. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, next week. I think next week is going to be the final episode of the season. Wow, that was quick. Um, yeah, well, my character has like one line in the first episode, <laughs> yeah. and then you don't actually meet him until episode eight, mm. and then there's like three, four episodes after that. So in the manga, he 
sticks around. Like he's he's around for okay. a, a good amount so of time. Potential season two. So appearance? we'll see. Yeah, there's a potential season two. I, I don't think they've made a season two in the anime yet. No. Uh, so here's fingers crossed that yeah. this is something that gets picked up again. Those lucrative residual checks Man, coming in any day now. I huh? certainly hope so. That would be really <laughs> great. Uh, but until not until then, it's just you know my hourly rate, <laughs> just going up there and doing some voice work. But uh, yeah, I just voiced my last bit for Aww, the final episode. It's within the final minutes, the final seconds of the final episode of the season. <laughs> and my character, you see my character, and there's a little bit of a. It seems like it's a little bit of stinger, a little bit of teaser. Mm-hmm. If they were to go on further with more stuff, Ooh. that it would kind of follow some of that. So you know. A little bit of something to look it's forward so to. It's so hard to say goodbye. How about the beginning of a <laughs> Spider-Man? by the wrist directs you where to go. <laughs> different song, different song. So make the best of this bet and don't ask why. How Sorry. about the uh, the opening uh, scene of that of uh, Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home? What about, what, wait, what was it? Well, don't spoil it, but... Uh, don't spoil the song. There's a Spider-Man. Great use of a uh, Oh, yes. Of a yeah, song yep, 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 yep. That opens yeah. that film. It was, it was funny. Like, it was one of those things where... I felt like for a split second, I was like, should I be laughing at this? Right. Did they do it right? <laughs> and, and it was great. Man, it was great. The and, like, school announcement. Yeah. So stick around uh, if you're listening for our spoilerific uh, review of Spider-Man Far yes. From Home. Coming yes. up right next. Uh, all right. Jeff, thank you very much. Ugh. Tess, thank you, sir. Yeah, man. Looking forward Good to having you again. back. Uh, Joel. Yes. Always a pleasure. Missed you, buddy. Pleasure's all mine. Oh, man. Thank you. We'll see you guys next week. For what was the movie? The Matrix. The Matrix trilogy. We talked about so much shit. We'll see you for the Matrix trilogy next week, right here. Uh, and uh, Tess is pointing at the. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us. Whoa. Love you. All right. So here we go. I dug it. Spider Man Far From Home. I dug it. Yeah. I didn't get. I, I feel like I didn't get enough of what I liked the most of the movie. Oh, yeah? And that was the developing relationship between Peter and MJ and Ned. Like, Oh, really? That was what I was enjoying more, was like Peter, his slice of life. Because I've gotten my fill of fucking superheroes fighting supervillains. Yeah. And like, that's fun. But what's interesting to me with these Marvel movies is how they balance life. And like, you know, Aunt May and Happy, like... Those those dynamics were what I was really enjoying about the movie. Mm-hmm. Not so much the villain. Not huh? so much the villain. Even though I liked what Jake Gyllenhaal was doing, mm-hmm. and I, oh, yeah. I thought he was He's fantastic. Yeah. He was really good. But another thing that I think these Marvel movies have done really well up to this point mm-hmm. is that they've managed to kind of ground, even with a, a movie about a guy, a purple man, right. snapping his fingers and killing half the universe. You kind of like, sympathize with him, right? You kind of sympathize, but it's still grounded in a little bit of realism. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess what I'm saying is <laughs> they've done a really good job with these Marvel movies and steeping it in a little bit of reality, mm-hmm. where we haven't had a whole lot of... Even though like Marvel movies... They seem to have this formula up to the Black Panther, where it's like the bad guys just got this the hero's powers, and it's one against the other. Oh, right. That's fine, but I felt like we still managed to not have um, we managed not have a villains like giving villainous monologues and soliloquies. Right. Right. Yeah, that scene in the bar the was a little... The scene in the bar was a little here's much. The, here's the Bond and moment you. where I tell all my... <laughs> <laughs> totally I'm like, wow, we've really turned this into Batman 66 for Yeah, a bit. yeah, he's got his crew and everything. Right? Uh, I did appreciate how they actually did weave it into like what's previously happened yeah, in the movie. Yeah, interesting. Didn't see that coming. I thought that was cool. Who would have remembered that fucking guy from the first Iron Man movie? Yeah, or the other guy from <laughs> Yeah. who was uh who was uh what's his name from uh from a Christmas story? What? Yeah. 
the dude, the bald dude that was behind like the the computer. Who is he in a Christmas story? He's the main character, Ralphie. No, yes, that's sir. Peter Billingsley. Yeah, that's Peter Billingsley. That's not fucking Peter Billingsley. Look it up right I'm now. I'm looking it up right now. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that can't. Maybe be. we could have our our producer look it up because that guy looks. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he who shall not be named. Well, we'll name him. Okay, at the normal point where we name our. That's guests. right. It's all timey wimey. Mm-hmm. Wibbly wobbly. Wibbly wobbly. Actor Christmas story. He's got like piercing blue eyes though. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He can possibly be wearing like contacts or anything. Yeah, it says Iron Man. Oh, look at that. Far from home. Holy shit. Boom. William Ginter Riva. There you go, man. Actor. Yeah. That does not look like him. There you go. Because he's, he's got hair in this photo. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens, Joel, when we don't have the Bernson genetics. <laughs> the hair starts going away. It's a curse. And sometimes we start you know, getting a, a paunch. Wow. Well, I stand corrected. Yeah. Way to go, Ralphie. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Well, I enjoyed his performance. He was uh, good. No, but... Uh, yeah. Okay, so Sarah pointed this out to me, mm-hmm. and I've been, I haven't been able to get it out of my head. The fact that like all the motivations, it's like, you know, and you, he fired you for this, right. and, and he took my tech, and he called it barf, and blah, 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 blah. Now, now we're going to rise up, and we're going to take what's ours. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, you got fired. And I was asking Tess this earlier. I was like, suppose you got fired, and, like, the person that fired you ended up sacrificing themselves to save the world. Yeah, I'd probably like, give him a pass. Is, 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 like, isn't there a little bit of, like, by guns, right, by guns. what? <laughs> Yeah, and Tessin pointed out he was like, at this point, like if he if he dies, hey, I won. Yeah, <laughs> I won. No, I'm said. still around. Thanks, buddy. I get to enjoy. I'm sorry, I'm not letting you talk for yourself right now. <laughs> I get to have a daughter. <laughs> well, I got a body there. Yeah, but uh, but no, that, but other than that, like despite that, really liked it, man. Tom Holland is so good in this. He's role. really good. I know. Yeah. Uh, they've been showing as every cable channel has. Every Marvel movie that they have access to, they've been showing, especially the Spider-Man movies. Uh-huh. So you're getting a little, little bit of Tobey Maguire mixed in with your Andrew Garfield. Yeah, uh, and I, you I'm, got your Andrew Garfield mixed <laughs> in with my Tobey Maguire. Yeah, it's your Toby and my Andrew. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but uh, I had to shorten it for time. Yeah. So I hadn't seen uh, the Andrew Garfield ones, and and now I'm seeing them, uh, you know, with with commercial breaks, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of catching up on some of the things I missed. <laughs> Although I wouldn't say I'm missing it, Bob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Wait, I don't know what you're talking but about. But he's good, but he just doesn't feel like Spider Man. And even going back and watching the Tobey Maguire, you're I like, thought, this isn't my Spider Man. I don't. Okay, so I thought Tobey Maguire was fine mm-hmm. as Peter Parker, and I thought he was good as Spider Man. I I think for the time you couldn't get a better director than Sam Raimi yeah. to put it together. Those movies just don't hold up. They, maybe they don't. They well, the second one's still pretty good. The second one's okay. Is the second one is the best of those three? But Absolutely. still, what we expect out of a a and you can't even call them comic book movies anymore. These are just superhero movies. Film, superhero movies is yeah. what you expect. We expect a little more. But those were what defined the genre. Like, without those, we wouldn't have grown to where we are right now. Agree. I liked Tommy McGuire. I think that he became too old for the role really fast. Too old. <laughs> too old to start the training. <laughs> uh, but then Andrew Garfield, I thought, had more of a look. But I think... He's a tall motherfucker, Yeah. That guy is spindly. He was so, like, depressed. Like, such, it was like it emo. Was emo Spider-Man. Yeah. Even more than the third Spider-Man. Like, if you look at the trailers for all the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, it's him, like, just whining and, like, Mm -hmm. talking really, like, gently and silently about it. And I'm like, God damn it, guys, this is supposed to be fun. Like, like, being Spider-Man is fun. And the way that they've been able to to balance that with these movies, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, mm -hmm. never as good as Into the Spider-Verse. That that is a perfect Spider-Man movie. pretty awesome. But... It's you could balance the fun of being a, a 
a person that could spin webs and swing and stick to walls. Like, there's fun to be had there, as well as yeah. that that deep, you know, the fact that like every villain is on your speed dial. Like that's <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's kind of neat. All in the all in the same zip code. Sure. Turns out, yeah. Who would have known? Um, yeah. Oh, and and oh, I mean, speaking of uh, love interests, I mean, you know, yeah, I love. Um, Zendaya. No, well, I'm, I'm oh. thinking of the Andrew Garfield ones. What's her name? Oh, Emma Stone. I love Emma Stone, but then, yeah, like, she flat out breaks up with him at the end. It's mm-hmm. like, this isn't the... You know, I know she's not MJ, but uh, you kind of want to see yeah. him succeed. I wish they'd do it in order. Like, I wish they would get the story right well, as far can as you the tell love me? interest. Because Jenna was asking me. She was like, okay, is she supposed to be MJ? I'm like, well, no, I don't think... MJ, MJ never made it into the Andrew Garfield films, nope. did she? She was going. It was going to be Shailene Woodley. They filmed it that's, and then took it out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah. they were setting up for the third one. That's right. That would have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, she would have been a great MJ. Uh, so Gwen Stacy was Peter Parker's like crush in high school. That's right. Finally started dating her after he became Spider-Man. Started like kind of, you know, courting her, dating her. And her father was the chief of police. It was, um, and he, she, she ends up dying. The Green Goblin ends up killing her. Uh, just like how it's done in Amazing Spider-Man Two, where it's, he saves her, yeah, but she, he it, she cracks her breaks neck, breaks her neck, right? Breaks yeah. her neck, yeah. Uh, and so after that, he's like, it suffers horrible depression for mm-hmm. for a considerable amount of time, and his aunt keeps talking about how she's going to set her up, set him up with her um, her uh. friend's daughter, and that's Mary Jane. And the whole time he thinks she's just going to be some like bookworm or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's not going to want to have anything to do with her. And then finally, like she comes to the door, and it's a classic comic book panel where Peter Parker answers the door and is just like in shock. And it cuts to the reverse of her, and she is just like supermodel gorgeous. Yeah. And she says, "Face it, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot." <laughs> and that's where that relationship starts. And uh, and so yeah, so it's always Gwen first, then Mary Jane. And the, the Tobey Maguire movies got it wrong where it started with Mary Jane and yeah. then we introduced Gwen in the third movie. Yeah. And then in the Andrew Garfield ones, it's Gwen, but we never, we got, never to MJ. got to MJ. And then with like the Tom Holland ones, we went straight to MJ again. Yeah, yeah. And which I'm fine it's with. It's okay. Zendaya, who Dude. I thought she was okay in the first one, really comes into her own in this I movie. love the two of them. Like She's almost my favorite part of the film, or, sure. or their relationship. Uh, she, and maybe it's because she reminds me so much of, of my wife. She reminds me a lot of my Jenna. Wife. The, the mannerism she does, she's mm-hmm. kind of like awkward, but she's also like dark. Yeah. And uh, I, I just love the dynamic they have. I love that they, she wasn't like a bubbly redhead, uh-huh. like um, Kirsten Dunst or she, whatever. She was independent. She And what her storyline did not depend on... What Peter Parker exactly. or Spider-Man did. And and I love that she actually figures out, spoiler alert, that she figures out uh-huh. that he's Spider-Man before anybody and, else does. And how casual it's done. I do, yeah, it's a great I scene. I do wish they hadn't put that in the trailer, but it's it's fine. Did they? I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, they put that in the oh, trailer. Oh, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's kind of extreme. Well, that's reaction. why they know. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a reveal. It's okay. You know what? There was a part hmm. in the trailer that wasn't in the movie, though. Where Spider-Man, you see Spider-Man like beating up a bunch of guys and the cops are all hanging around him. They're like, oh man, what are you up to? And he's like, other than doing your jobs? <laughs> Do you remember that in the trailer? Nope. It's in the trailer. <laughs> Maybe I didn't see this trailer. Did you, did you see I'm kind of fine trailer? not watching trailers anymore. That's, that's good. It's, good for uh, you. It's refreshing. No, but so what did you think? How did uh, you think it stood up? I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I think I share a lot of the same sentiments. Uh, I, I walked out of that movie and, and I asked Jen, I was like, so what was Jake Gyllenhaal's motivation again? Like, yeah. why was he just a bad guy? He's just a bad guy. <laughs> just because you're a bad guy <laughs> does not mean you're a bad but, guy. But apparently it does. Um, and But I will say I love how they kind of explained his powers. Because I didn't know much about Mysterio other than that, like, oh, he's he's like a magician and he uses illusion. Oh, sure. <laughs> 
Yes, for the listener, uh, Joe has a brisk drink there. It's brisk, baby. That's brisk, baby. Uh, now sponsored by Hobbs and Shaw, coming soon to a theater near you, right? How do you know what's coming to a theater near me? No. How do you know what theaters are near me? If you're near a theater, <laughs> it will doing? be playing you're there. Spying I'm on sure. me? That's right. I'm sp- I'm spy there, man. Come see my new movie, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I'm Jason Statham. <laughs> Thanks, Jason Statham. No problem. You almost sound like, who's the guy who played the juggernaut? In, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Vinny Jones. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, kind of a, I appreciated what he did with it, Jake Gyllenhaal, with that character. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, it felt like we need a villain for villain's sake. But I like how they used uh, the drones mm-hmm. and, and, like, projectors as kind of a, it's very much uh, a film of its time and a villain of its time. Yeah. And, uh that theme kind of resonates today. Like, what can you believe? You can't even believe your eyes anymore. Yeah. With the, you know, we've got the deep fakes. And I did, uh, I did think like I just couldn't understand how they made that work. Where uh, where it's like we we did enough like these hologram projections that like Peter would just get like lost in them and not know where he was. And that part seems like, a little uh, that was a little weird. Like super advanced. It was technology. A, it was a cool sequence where he's in yeah. that, that, that abandoned uh, mm-hmm. warehouse. Yeah. It was a cool sequence. But it's basically but, a holodeck from yeah, Star Trek now. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> There's got to be like... Because the whole answer to beating him at the end was like, I've got to get inside the hologram. And I'm like, well, basically you, you were are. there before. You were, you were yeah. inside and you Why got Why is your it different now? I guess it can either point outward or inward. Yeah. Whatever. Um, like but... a belly button. <laughs> That's right. That is... Mysterio is like Mysterio a belly button. Mysterio is Marvel's belly I've button. I've always said so. Uh, but... Uh, it ultimately that kind of stuff doesn't matter because if you've bought into these movies so far, you've bought into the you don't really care about the how as much as like the relationships behind it, and that's where it's really firing on all cylinders. The relationship between Peter and, and MJ, uh, him and his friends, and uh, I love what they did with him and Happy Hogan. I love how he's Happy was great. He's kind of become the new, not so much the new Tony, Tony Stark, but his new caretaker. Yeah, uh, and uh, he's he's now Spider Man's bodyguard. And that scene, well, we got a little. We started to well up a little bit. That yeah. scene where they're on the plane and he's building his new Spidey suit, and we see him like and doing it like totally the Tony mirrors thing. what Tony was doing in the first Iron Man. And Happy sees it and he gets happy. Well, and I, I love that because and he's like, I'll, <laughs> happy. I'll take care of the music. Yeah, and he fucking puts and he's on like, the I same song. I love Led song. Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. This is certainly one of the funnier Marvel movies. And yeah. that's saying something. Well, you know, that's, the era that's what we said the about the, the last one, too. That's true. We said that about uh, uh, Homecoming. I will say, however, uh, that we've been so used to these Marvel movies because they're no longer like standalone movies, right? They're kind of all in the... Obviously, they're in the same universe. Like, like the comics. They also have the same feel, the same tone. And this one is definitely like a high school kids movie, mm-hmm. whereas we've been used to these grown-ups in this gritty world. You know, yeah. We watched uh, Winter Soldier, Soldier again over the weekend, or over the... Yeah, the holiday weekend. Right? Yeah, that's a perfect July 4th movie. Exactly. And um, that does not live in the same world as Spider-Man. No. Uh, It is very grown up. But it's really cool, though, the way that they can coexist given the the right environment. It's like, okay, we could still find a place where these properties can coexist with each other. And it's not jarring. You know, it's still very cohesive. Uh, Yeah, dude, I dug it. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.